0: Melby Schmelby we've got Kelby it's Hotline League episode 72 Boy are things spicy we just got off of a crazy best of five finals in St. Louis We're back there was a live Hotline League We could spend half this show talking about the last show That's how crazy it was There's a hundred thousand dollar bet I don't even know if that's legal It probably isn't Uh, (laughs) Any law enforcement that wants to call it and talk to us about that that would be great Uh, let's see what else we got MSI coming up. It might be a little bit early to talk about it, but we could, we could, uh, did you like that Sven made a height joke about Jensen or was that 2 BM? Yep. We're excited to hear your thoughts. Uh, but a quick shout out right now to Alienware. I just got back from St. Louis where we had the sickest event ever, not LCS finals, but Hotline League Live. And that was because Alienware supported that. So thank you so much to them. We're going to be talking more about them later on in the show. And I have a special... I have a special surprise uh, when we get to that, um, but uh, nothing for you guys, but definitely something for me. Either way, let's get into the show. Uh, Mark, how are you doing? Doing
1: good. Got in late last night. My flight had a lot of problems, so I didn't land until like 9 p.m. PST. Pretty tragic.
0: Yeah, a bunch of you guys got delayed, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, some people had their flights canceled and pushed
0: back. Did you already have uh, Game of Thrones spoilers by that point in time?
1: Well, I have never seen Game of Thrones, so people couldn't <laughs> spoil it for me if they wanted.
0: Well, yeah, That's you're, just impressive. Man. You're definitely that type of guy. Um, what, what, how's this past week been? How was finals for you?
1: Finals was pretty sick. I think, you know, I was in St. Louis, which is okay. Uh, I enjoyed the food that I did get there. There wasn't, like, a ton else to do, but all the other, like, side events I did were really cool. And because there wasn't a third, fourth place match, I was only actually there for three days. So, the finals was sick. Hotline League was sick. Even the dive was pretty cool. I like how you rank Yeah, that that that's show. the right,
0: that's the correct way to rank it.
1: I said even the dive was pretty
0: cool. I know, cool that's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: good. Um, Although, I wish that you hadn't started off Hotline League by throwing the dive swag into the audience. I think that that was not a classic. Really, I
1: thought movie. that was hype as shit.
0: We need, I really need to sign some sort of contract with you. Uh, because... Well, if we made
1: some merch for this show that I could throw into the crowd to get the crowd hyped, maybe I wouldn't need to throw other competing shows We gave
0: everyone free alcohol. Two free beverages.
1: I can't throw beer really? bottles into the Man. crowd,
0: dude. Yes, and that people didn't get that at the dive, all right?
1: No, they got those little foam coffee cups. Who really won? <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. Uh, all right. Kelby is making his triumphant return because he finally decided to watch some League of Legends. <laughs> yes, and so I he's did. finally able to talk. Kelby, how are you doing?
2: Uh, I'm doing great.
0: How's the past three months of your life been?
2: Uh, really good. I moved to Southern California so that we can we can hang out now and, and, and for work and stuff. It's really nice. It's it's super great being back in SoCal, um, and I'm very excited. Because the Prophet and the Warlock DLC for Total War Warhammer 2 releases on Wednesday. Let's go. Yeah,
0: let me see if I can get that early. Oh. Mm -hmm. Kelby May's Giggle is back. Just subscribe with Twitch Prime. I feel like I haven't seen them for a while. Resubbed. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. What was the. I spent this whole show trying to listen to it. What was the. It's. painful. What was the finals like for you, Kelby?
2: Uh. It was good. Um. I was, I was really feeling kind of bummed out uh, after game two because I felt like, well, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into it, but like, you know, uh, I felt like game one, they really easily could have had, and then game two, but then, you know, it kind of started to turn back. And then halfway through game five, Brittany and I were obligated to go to a, a dinner party. So we were in the car essentially using Twitch as a, on my phone as like an audio cast. And Brittany was like reading the stats to me while like you know, Freak and stuff were commentating. I was like, I don't need you to read it. Just let me listen. I can tell what they're saying by the action, <laughs> you know. And then, but yeah, then we won, and and I could. Ah, it was it was very satisfying because I was I was scared. But essentially, like when I got into the car and started uh, listening in is when they started to make their turn. So I'm you taking know. a lot of credit for the game five, right? Moment. That you got, car, you, got ca-
0: you got in the car. You got in the car. You got in the car. Then he hears Ven's getting caught out right now, and they're like, here we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kelby's bad, bad juju. You had to stop watching.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right.
1: Well, Um... Uh, oh, what? Mark. Uh, I have a question, Travis. When when do we talk about the mods? Is that going to be a beginning of the show, but just between us, or is it a we're going to wait for someone to try and call in?
0: Um, I don't. I feel like it's so wait, weird to you start the show.
1: That's wait, how I felt. Mods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mar- I Mark, Mark wants to go on, on a Reddit
0: ones. mod rant you know uh, uh, once every three months a, a different this league figure an classic. yeah that's what I'm saying every three months a different League of Legends figure decides it's their time to take the throne and uh, <laughs> uh, decry the tyranny of the League of Legends mods and it's <laughs> it was, Mark's it was turn ki- right it was,
1: now previous uh, ruler was Kobe when they removed his crying post
0: <laughs> well he didn't even do that he just said like hey where did it go I got deleted I guess and then people were like he was like the Joan of Arc. You know, he was just died. He, well, he, he was Lamar. He, uh,
1: he went to the League of Meta like, thread where the, they go to die, yeah. you know, the actual threads, and he, he posted that. And I think he said, like, how is this not
0: relevant? Well, Okay, so now we're talking about it. Why don't you just do it now? Because I feel like- we're No, I, I, mean,
1: we can, we, I don't feel like it's, it's appropriate given that the finals just happened. That seems like a bigger deal.
2: Mark, okay. can you move your cam up now that your cat is gone?
1: Why, is this not as attractive? It's
0: just the crotch shot.
2: It's just, it's just, it's like your, it's just like your torso. Yeah.
0: It's
1: also like, it just fades to
0: black. Like, like that's when Alienware tunes in and they're like, what is this show? Why are we starting? <laughs> has money has on anyone this?
1: actually ever seen my crotch? Because it's always behind the desk or now like, it's just this black pit. You see
0: that as if it's like, actually a lot of people have been asking for this and I'm happy to finally <laughs> give it to them. Like... Like, no, probably no one has seen it, and I don't think that's something they're supposed to have seen, Mark. You know
2: what I just realized, Mark? Oh, it's cropped by his cam, but he still has that poster in the background that looks like the thing, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Huh?
2: (laughs) Sorry, that's a great poster. Go ahead.
0: Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Again, they're like, why do we sponsor this? Uh, Alright, so... Well, should we talk about the finals in detail before we get the calls going? I think we can have like a curt, like an overarching thing. Kelby, Kelby gave his opinion. Uh, Mark, what did you think of the finals? Is this like the I best actually, finals ever?
1: I I think it probably was. Uh, you know, the, the fact it's a reverse sweep, the amount of storylines going into it, uh, you know, the fact that it was so close, even game five. I mean, like we've had some close five game series before, like. I think the other submissions if I was going to like put the submissions it would be 2014 summer when Wild Turtle crit his face off to win it'd be 2015 MSG just because even though that series wasn't that close it was CLG's first Yeah, win. that was it pretty was just, sick. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was less about the series and more about the moment cuz the series wasn't really that good. Yeah. Um and then I would probably say what was it 2017 spring the Vancouver one. Or is it the Toronto one? Which the was the one 2017 where
0: they, the, spring was when Peter took the split off and Wild Turtle was there in Vancouver. No, okay,
1: so it wasn't that. It was uh, it was whichever one had the Lucian Culling, you know that five game series.
0: Oh, was that Toronto 2016?
1: I forget which was the five game series where Jensen didn't Zonia's. No, that was 2017 spring, wasn't it?
0: I forget. Whatever. Anyway, I don't
1: know the, the the five game series between TSMC 9 would probably be my
0: my fourth submission with this one rounding it out yeah. as well. This is why people watch say- List and Loco by the way, because you'd have Thorn here being right now. Oh, uh, yes, that was right after the uh, camera had the shot of the person who accidentally spilled their popcorn, and then you immediately saw this shot and this shot and this shot. He'd be saying it with a British accent, but yeah, you know. right? I just like, what was that again? That it was a in Toronto. I don't.
1: Anyways, my point is, this one was really good, and I would probably say number one. Yeah.
0: I thought Um, it was pretty sick.
1: I was actually a little concerned for game five. I thought game five was going to be a snoozer because of how good uh, uh, TL looked in game four. Yeah.
0: Oh, you thought going into game five that TL was just going to sweep in the fifth game.
1: I thought they had figured them out because game one and game two had really weird draft things. Game three was close, but then they like we're starting to figure them out and game four TSM looked rattled. They were like playing bad. They were getting killed all over the place and it was kind of a slaughter. So I thought game five was going to be like game four, but then it turned out to be that crazy comeback. So,
0: yeah, I thought that game was over, uh, especially cause uh, it's funny. Like Azale was really pushing like the first dragon, Infernal dragon, Azale's like, well, this could be it. I mean, if they get this, it could be all over. And I was like, oh, okay. I believe you, Azale. You're much more knowledgeable. And then the second Infernal Dragon hit, and he's like, yeah, this is it. Like, if they get the second Infernal, they just outscale. It's done. And I was like, well, I'm interviewing T. well, probably not interviewing TSM and at MSI, because they <laughs> don't do too many interviews, but uh but uh then tl ended up uh taking that what you did it all really pivot on this vent thing like i'm actually i i certainly feel that way but i'm curious mark if you feel that way because if you can confirm it because i feel like everyone wants to point at that single moment and I, i it does seem like that was it
1: uh yeah kind of i mean To Azale's point, like, yeah, TSM is is in the driver's seat and probably wins that game like 80, 90% of the time just with the advantages that they had at that point. Um, The Sven throw was pretty, pretty bad. And then TL still outplayed him a number of times. I don't think, like, the decision making by TL was super good either. Like, they got a Baron buff. And then instead of, like, trying to push with their lanes while they had Baron or something, they just, like, hovered around Elder Dragon for three minutes, which doesn't benefit them at all because they only had one, like, elemental drake. So there was a lot of things that TL wasn't doing super well, but their comp was, like, coming online, and then they started playing better as a team from then on. So I think uh, the fact that the Sven mistake gave them enough breathing room to then actually outscale was was pretty huge. So, I mean, it's true, you know, like, Tl TSM could have won any of those other games, there were mistakes in other other games but like that was the last mistake they could have like afforded to give up and that's when it happened so you know
0: <clears throat> Also did, did do you think is the, or I'm sorry do you think that that series was good or bad from a gameplay perspective because I tweeted out afterwards feeling like uh, you know from my limited uh, analysis perspective The game seemed really good and intense, and there were a lot of really great moments where you saw players doing really impressive things, Um, but there were a lot of people being like, man, we are so screwed. There were so many mistakes on both sides. Maybe it was entertaining, but that was just poor play. I'm curious what you think.
1: I mean, a little bit of both. I think it wasn't like, like I was just saying, there were some macro mistakes. I think some of the draft decisions they made were pretty bad. Uh, like I thought, their answer to Tarek Sona was absolutely horrible, and I was talking to the TSM coaching staff a little bit afterwards too, and they were laughing about Ash Zyra as the answer. Uh, so I think I think there were some there's like some things that wasn't great, but I thought mechanically it, it was actually a, a pretty well played series, and I think a lot of the other regions have had series where you can see their top teams doing boneheaded stuff like. OG looked like a bunch of 12 year olds out there and Griffin looked like a bunch of chokers so you can say like in those other finals like how how, how good were those really
0: you know mm. yeah well why I don't we get into level... oh go ahead Kelby
2: I was just gonna say I hope the level of play was high because I felt like that was the most entertaining series of League I've watched in a while
0: well you so. haven't watched very much in a while
2: right and there's a reason for that <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I I, I think it
1: wasn't like I'm gonna sit there and be like I was stunned at like the level of like You know, it wasn't rocks versus SKT where you're just like my god These are two of the best teams we've ever seen and they're on point, you know I think this series did have its its mistakes, but it wasn't like We're we're screwed. We look like idiots
0: Well, let's get into the calls because we've talked enough about this mark. Do you Mm want to explain how this works?
1: Yeah, so if this is your first time watching, it's probably not, so I don't know why I'm saying this again, but hey, it might be. And if this is true for you, this is for you. Uh, I'm spamming Twitch chat with the Discord link. You're going to go ahead and click on any of those I just put in there. When you get here, you're going to join Pleb Calls or Pleb Calls to voice channels. Uh, once you're in there, you can mute your microphone. And in the Pleb Topics text channel, you're going to go ahead and post whatever it is you want to talk about. You think Team Look was going to do good at MSI, or you think Team Liquid was going to. Suck at MSI,
0: you. Actually, I would suggest that. we. I mean, I don't mind one or two MSI questions, but I don't or topics, but because we have like two more shows to do, I feel like we okay, should. Okay,
1: be... fair enough. Talk about the finals then. You thought Team Liquid looked bad. You thought Team Liquid looked good.
0: I mean, you can also think talk about MSI a little Frame bit. Frame
3: differently. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but either way, you post your topic. If I like it, I will pull you down into the waiting room where you will hang out until it's your turn. I'll come in. We'll do a quick mic check.
0: And if you are a sub, by the way, first off, thank you for being a sub. Really appreciate it. Helps out the show. Helps out me. Uh, but it also lets you, if you sync with uh, Discord, get access to the Subtopics channel where you can hang out and put your topic there. It moves a little slower, so it gives you a bit of an advantage. Uh, regardless, as Mark is going through and getting uh, some people, I want to give some shout-outs to some subs. Speaking of subs, Icy Decay, Craig Yorger, Coco Conja, p 101 Lulzatron, BD Brobst, St. Louis Slayer, who hit 12 months and who I also met and was on Hotline League Live, uh, lovely gentleman, he called out Thorn on our show, it was great, uh, Bob 6471, Sham, Sham Sham Sham, Ribbon Chew, Davros 26, Prof Rib, and then Kyle0808, who has been a fanatical supporter of the show. With his credit card account Um Subbed With 10 Or gifted 10 subs Incredible Incredible individual And very much appreciated Uh Mark should be getting Our first caller here It's going slow second. dude Yeah Pit some topics in everybody um, Don't pit questions in Pit topics in Well uh, hold on, We want to uh, get some me, good shit uh,
1: I mean, I'm i going slow Not, not oh. the Sorry Get it together people <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah I was like I didn't mean them
0: Yeah Uh um, Kelby did you get a chance to talk to Peter yet? Did you congratulate him?
2: Uh, can you hear the honking in the background? Or is that not picking no, up? No, it's not picking up. Oh, thank up. God. That's super loud. Is there like a oh, car alarm going off? Um, yeah. No, I haven't talked to Peter since he got back. He keeps messaging me on Skype. And I'm like, dude, I don't check Skype. But uh, he doubted me, man. The first message I got from him that night after he won was, did you watch the whole series? And I was like, what the hell? You're the only reason I watch League of Legends. <laughs> yes, I watch this. Here's game. our
0: co-host for the night, everyone. Really? <laughs> what?
2: Into... I, I mean, hey, you gotta have a reason to keep coming back. Everybody's got their reasons that they watch League. I don't, I don't play the game anymore, uh, but I really enjoy, uh, you know, following Peter and and watching. Yeah. And the games were really entertaining, actually. I, I was thoroughly. I, thoroughly I don't mean, know. We have enough to start. Fuck it. <laughs>
0: Mark always brings the hype to the show. Uh, somebody in chat says, uh, Kelby. Oh, super God says, is Kelby related to Ovilee and Mark or an Ovilee replied and said, I'm his aunt. Is that true? Is Ovilee your aunt, Kelby?
2: Older than Ovilee. Right. So is it possible
0: that it still doesn't mean that you can't be, or she couldn't be your aunt.
2: Well, isn't an aunt, my mother's sister? Yes. So how could she be older than me and be my mother's... Oh, I guess you're right. So, like, my... That would be... Okay, that would be interesting. Yes. Very difficult. Yes. And rare. But technically possible. Yeah.
0: There's just... You need to work the age there. Mikey is here. Mikey, where are you calling from? Chicago. Oh, you're loud. I'm going to turn you down. You've been on the show before.
4: I have been before, yes. I had to turn
0: you up before, so now I'm turning you down. Because whatever audio issue you had has now been solved.
4: (laughs) Sure. I mean, I don't know. You... Flamed. Well, not flamed. You said I was from Chicago because of my accent that I apparently had, but.
0: Mikey. let me just put <laughs> things behind us. <laughs> yeah. Um, did
1: I def-
4: did I defend you?
1: I feel like I defended you for. No. Yeah. You best. did. Yeah. You hundred yeah.
4: percent.
0: All right. All right whatever. Let's just move. It's, it's this was a long time ago. Mikey, uh, did you go to the finals this weekend?
4: No, I did not. Okay.
0: It was in the Midwest. You're in the Midwest. It- Why didn't you go?
4: Uh. Five yeah, hours you're half fan. travel. I'm half we fan, met people yeah. who, true. who
0: went eight hours.
4: true. Well, true. What do you want?
0: What do you want to talk about this show?
4: <laughs> Any truer's in the chat? Tra- <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> um, I, uh, it's either Mark. Which one did you want me to talk about? Broken Blade or the Skarner pick? I think I picked you for Broken Blade. Okay. Uh, so one of the topics I want to discuss is Broken Blade. At, like he absolutely played out of his mind. Like, and with the loss, like, I felt like the player of the series was double lift but like he didn't deserve it like if there could be a player who who didn't get like who lost the game didn't get player of the series it should have been broken blade like his game one and game two were absolutely amazing and then that what was it that vladimir game in game three or four like with that one syndra like jensen absolutely beautiful stun but like other than that like play broken blade was absolutely spectacular he like clapped impact too like I just think Broken Blade deserved player of the series. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's gotten one
1: in a losing series yet, so kind of hard yeah. to give it to him. I, 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 I do. Expect... No, go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say, I thought... I, I think I mentioned it on the desk, but he was definitely going to win player of the series if TSM won. Uh, I thought he looked real, real good.
0: Yeah, he seemed to... Like, that was one of the things I asked in the press conference was to impact what was it like playing against Broken Blade, because... Uh, it seemed like it's easy to forget that broken blade is new to North America is, you know, if, if the rules were slightly different would be rookie eligible and it just feels like he's really good and has been part of North America for a while. It just felt like he integrated seamlessly, which is pretty remarkable given the amount of times that a player has taken a while to uh, get his feet underneath him whenever he comes to North America for the first time. So, I, I thought it was really impressive what he was able to pull off. And, like, damn, the amount of times, like, crazy stuff happened uh, in the top lane with him was incredible.
4: Yeah. And then, like, just, I just feel like, I, like, in Summer, that guy's, like, I don't know if you saw um what, what was his name? Reaper said that, like, the two players to watch for, one of them was Broken Blade, and I agree, like, I just feel like now he's, you know, got his playoff games in, you know, he knows what he needs to do. He knows his opponents now. Like I feel like he's just going to absolutely dominate next next season.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it too was was working around him early in the season. They had a lot of struggles with like uh, as a team playing with him. I think well, that's when they picked up a lot of their losses, but I think next split he'll he'll be super super good, and I'm just interested to see if he can actually overtake Licorice potentially.
0: Kelby, did you see any of the Broken Blade action? Or were you too focused on the bot lane?
2: No, no, no. Uh, yeah, no, I thought Broken Blade and Jensen... <clears throat> I, w- I felt really bad for both Broken Blade and Jensen. Because I both thought that they played super fucking nuts. Uh, and it it kind of... Um, I don't know. I, d- I definitely don't... I can't speak to and don't want to rag on uh, any of the other TSM players. But I feel like... TL is kind of more a more consistent team across the board in terms of like uh, their contribution, whereas TSM relies more heavily on uh, Broken Blade and, and Bjergsen. Did I say Jensen before? I'm yeah, you just say said Jensen. I, did. Yeah,
0: well, I thought Jensen did well, so I, I was surprised that the yeah, chat yeah. No, playing. I was
2: just saying on TSM in particular, I felt bad for them. I obviously didn't feel bad for Jensen, yeah. um, but I felt bad for Bjergsen and Broken Blade because I thought that they both played nuts. Oh, and, I
0: thought you were saying you felt bad for Jensen on the player of the series thing.
2: No, no, no. I got you, I got yeah, you. You no, felt uh, bad I, for them I, because I just,
0: you felt like they performed really well but still lost.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. There were parts of this series where I was just like, dude, fuck Bjergsen, man. Like, he's going to ruin this for Peter. Uh, like, like, <laughs> Blade was like really like consistently sick, but there were just like a couple.
0: When he got Zoe in Game Five, I was like, "All right, well, <clears throat> that's not good."
2: There were, some, there were some. I felt like this whole, and I I definitely can't speak to this, but just like based on the conversation that Hunter and you guys were having, and just like you know the analyst talks and stuff, I felt like uh, TL one, despite their drafts, probably consistently in this series, uh, and all, and you know other things that happen but yeah like yeah broken blade and bjergsen are are super fucking good
0: yeah
4: uh, something ha- else oh, go ahead if i could touch on I uh, like the like player of the series too like i just feel like they gave it to double if just because oh you know this whole storyline going on it but like the real player of the series we have I had another to
1: topic g- for this so
4: oh okay sorry bud I- uh, okay, if if I, just the Skarner pick, too. I just think that that pick was huge, and they should have banned it, but if that's...
0: No, we can really quickly... What did you, Yeah, what do you think of the Skarner
4: pick? That's... More? I thought the Skarner pick was good. Uh,
1: I think you need to remember that in game three, Akkadian was manhandling that game, and was like 5-0-2. I think a lot of people forget about this kind of stuff on the, the Skarner pick and like all that stuff. It's like they kind of got obliterated two early games with the Skarner pick and then turned it around. And, like, I, like part of a, uh, you know, a good play is punishing mistakes. So in the same way, like, you know, Sven got caught. Obviously, Ezreal's a fine pick. Like, uh, it's like the, the Skarner pick was good, and I, I'm really glad to see that. and It gave him more of a front line and all this stuff for team fighting. But, you know, I didn't think it was, like, super ultra god tier that like won them the series or anything like that and i i feel the same way about smithy's performance i thought it was really really good but jensen had huge moments impact had huge moments core
0: jj i felt like every time an ezra old went out core jj would just block that every time
4: right oh my god that was disgusting yeah but people people don't remember core jj not pressing
1: e on tom kench three times in a row in game three which is one of the reasons they fell so far behind no i don't recall that he, he he kind of got chain cc'd a couple of times and and a couple of times could have taken a sub optimal e tried to greet out for the best e and then would die and so i mean what i'm trying to say here is like people always have recency bias in a series a little bit and and they tend to forget things that might have contributed over the entire series Yeah. yeah
0: uh mark did you say there's another conversation about peter getting yeah we
1: have some we have someone else about it too. okay cool
0: well, that's good, because maybe is, hopefully we can get that person to, uh, in next, but... Hey, Mikey, thank you so much. Any other thoughts before we say goodbye?
4: No, that, that, that would be it. No, just... Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. And, uh, no problem. No no worries. You have no accent at all. I didn't detect a single thing.
4: <laughs> oh, well, thank thank you so much. I, I feel so honored now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: have a good one. <laughs> all right. All right. In the meantime, by the way, there's like a sub-gifting war that's happening in my channel. So... Earlier, Kyle gifted 10 subs. Cool for Joe gifted stuff. Real Foxy's gifting stuff. And then Fretful Winter 2, who I think has never gifted on the channel before, sent another 10. And then Kyle 808 sent another 24. Whoa. And then Fretful gifted another 10. And just now, as I'm talking, Vasillum sent, I think, 10 as well. So I don't know what's happening. Uh, I think but it's it is-
1: silly M. Vasiliy. we back to the to the, the silly.
0: Regardless, <laughs> uh, it's I like really, really appreciated. I don't know why this show is bringing out so much. Maybe the TL fans are just probably in really good moods. No, that's not. High school Dom is here. High school Dom, where are you calling from?
5: Uh, Jacksonville, Illinois.
0: Uh, Jacksonville, Illinois. Did you go to the finals this weekend?
5: Yeah, I did. Hey, hey. there we go. Okay. Full yeah. cool fan.
0: Yeah. What did Can you? Can
5: you detect my Chicago accent? I'm like originally from Chicago.
0: <laughs> yes, I. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but I definitely did notice it. All right. Um. <clears throat> anyway, what did you think of the finals? Did you have a good time.
5: Uh, it was amazing because, like, I'm a TL fan. I've always been. So the series was a roller coaster. Wait, you've sure.
0: always been? How long have you been a TL fan?
5: Well, I was a curse fan since
0: Holy moly!
5: Oh my god!
0: You're one yeah, of the few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: When they were garbage, I still. Yeah.
0: Nice. Um, you, were you a fan of them whenever Mark was? I guess so because he was like, when yeah. the was TL, so.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That is a real
0: commitment. Close. If you can hang out through the Mark coaching <laughs> days, like that's uh, that's a commitment. Anyway, yeah. what did you want to talk about on the show tonight?
5: So I felt like Doublelift only got player of the series because it was sixth title, and Core JJ was the best player on Team Liquid throughout that series. Okay. Even though he, like Mark said, he did not. Uh, he missed a few Es in uh, the third game. He played incredible throughout the entire series, and I feel like he was the reason why Team Liquid won.
0: People still gift training on my channel. Um, so, Mark, first off, how many of these calls are about how double if didn't receive or didn't deserve it? Because I can so take a is... couple, but if this just becomes the whole thing, I'm gonna...
1: no, this is this is gonna we're gonna lump it all in one here. So even okay. though he's advocating for Core mm-hmm. JJ, yeah, I'm going to I... argue again. The the point I'm going to argue is against. Core JJ, Smithy, Jensen. Literally four out of five people I've been told, or three out of five, I guess, I've been told have been robbed.
0: Well so Mark, how I, does this get decided? Because I assume you are part of the voting process.
1: Right. So so the way the voting process works is the casters have votes and the analyst desk analysts have votes. James does not get a vote. I love that. <laughs> uh, uh, no. It's just they keep it pretty limited so you get a total of five votes that way or I guess six right now because we have three people on the desk um, but so basically people cast their vote and the highest one wins and if it's ever a tie uh, the stats team tie breaks and so uh, I know some people did vote for Smithy uh, I don't remember exactly how the voting broke down but there were multiple different votes um, so am I just but, been in a
0: situation where everybody else got one and Peter got two and that's what did. Yeah, it. I
1: don't. I don't know how the voting broke down. I think the analyst desk was more. A li- lot. I mean, like what always happens is you get kind of like people like, influencing each other. Of course, yeah. as you talk. Yeah. So you get a little clicky, and it's just like you can't avoid that. Like, if you if you put like w- there used to be more people who voted. There used to be people from the control room who would vote too, like producers and, and stuff.
0: The
5: gatherer. <laughs> <you> <laughs> was that? Who did you vote for?
1: I voted for double lift. Um, okay. So what I was going to say is I think the the analyst desk click ended up more aligned with double lift and the uh caster click was more smithy and I think this was a series where like everyone had different good moments and different bad moments um and you can make a pretty compelling case for a lot of different people uh I think you know smithy could have easily won I think core jj could have easily won I think jensen could have easily won um you know as as much as Smithy found that pick on Sven and had some really good plays and, like, played the Skarner super-duper well. Like, I thought Jensen was actually the biggest factor in Game 5, and in Game 3, Impact's GP was absolutely fucking huge. Oh, yeah. um, and then, you have to remember, but in that game, even though their bot lane was actually kind of getting killed, if was up 40 CS <laughs> in laning phase, just obliterating Sven. And, uh, it was core JJ's mistakes that for why they weren't able to, to snowball through bot lane as hard as they should have. So, like, I thought it was really close. I understand why people think there were other options. I agree there were other options. Uh, Double if ended up winning. Uh, I thought he played, I thought he kind of crushed actually the bot lane um, mm-hmm. individually. And I don't think they always converted it as well. And then in this post game interview, Double if kind of flames Sven for saying <laughs> like it felt yeah. like they were playing not to win the lane. They weren't pushing their advantages. And I actually felt like I had a super free laning phase every single time. Uh, and like that's that's kind of how I felt watching. I thought Lift and Core, and Core, of course, because it's a two it's a two person lane. I thought they actually had a, a really great series together.
5: <clears throat> yeah, I can I can see why it looks like either one of. I think the probably the two like closest for that is CoreJJ and Doublelift, in my opinion, just because they demolished that lane and they were like the reason uh, they kind of like had so many uh, advantages throughout those games. Because obviously they didn't give much resources. Impact, so he he wasn't getting ahead, and right. the Jensen Bears were going even, like, but well, like, TL the, the won just because of balling. So I am just saying like why it kind of goes either of them.
1: Yeah, and I like I agree like Smithy had a big series. Like I think a lot of people had big series. It's just one of those things where like, I bet no matter who you gave it to, <laughs> you would have someone saying someone got robbed. And I think, the if narrative that people think, was the highlight of the show, makes it an easy like not like a red herring. I guess I'm trying to find like it's like a lightning rod for like, oh, they gave it to Doublelift because they're just trying to force a narrative yeah. kind of thing when it's like, I think right. there were legitimate reasons to give it to Doublelift. Speaking of Doublelift,
0: like... this week this this evening, I asked Doublelift and said, hey, can you come on the show for a little bit tonight because Kelby is on and it could be fun just to talk about it. And he said he was busy. <laughs> and um, now but he's he the- did just show up in the Twitch chat and said, what do you think about my montage? So <clears throat> I'm tempted to just Time him out because he's spamming. <laughs> he's now linking the, the montage in the chat. And you Wait, know, no, he you said he was busy. This.
1: You would like it. You're you're in this video. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh clip which just
0: memed. Kelby's in it. All right. All right. Well, just, you know what? I'll get back at him by airing it on the stream. So nobody needs to go to his video and give him views. A minute and 20 seconds. Just watch Wait, this. this. Here so we go. This so funny. You should just here, play this. we go.
5: Are the cards resisting me? No, it's just me. I'm afraid to draw the wrong Can one. I say something? What's this mark?
0: A symbol of our friendship. <laughs>
6: Bobby, Yugi, you're not alone. This ring ties us all together. Thank you. Everybody. I'm not afraid anymore.
7: Ha! Did you finally lose hope and decide to pull any card? Not quite. I have my hope right here in
5: my hand. The card I pulled... Is Exodia, the forbidden one I've assembled all the five (laughs) needed cards No way, it's, it's Exodia You're saying you performed a miracle? Hellfire's rage Exodo flame
0: That was uh, that was pretty good, Peter. In answer <laughs> to your question, I really enjoyed your montage. I thought that was great. I, uh, was I got really a question good.
1: for Doublelift. What'd you think about the Sven BM at at Jensen, like the height thing?
0: Why I he wouldn't just mind join hearing? the channel.
1: I, I don't care. I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> I'm jealous. Actually, I do want to talk to him. But I that's 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 what I really want to. Hear. Doublelift says honestly, it was all really funny. Yeah. Good, cause there's so many fucking salty little boys and on reddit like oh i i think trash talk's awesome we should have more peter was
0: (laughs) peter trash talked a little or he was he was going in on peter can you join the discord please um peter was going in on him a little bit in my interview though is the only thing
1: sven yeah well yeah he he was saying
0: like he said it was kind of bm that he did all this that's i think a lot of people were reacting to sven Doing that, or or a lot of people had negativity because Peter kind of called him out in the interview.
1: I didn't see the interview because I don't yeah. care. Um, sure. But I imagine he was just saying he BM'd, and then he lost, so it was funny. Or like yeah. it was it was it was karma. He like, did say that, but shit. he also and was it. like
0: he was like oh it was a little I don't know I felt like he he pushed it more than that.
1: Hey high school Dom, can you mute because you got some, out? There's some ch- something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so I didn't watch it. You tell me if I'm putting words in Peter's mouth, because I don't want to do that. But, also, his message just got deleted.
0: Yeah, I don't know how that happened. That's crazy. Um, uh, that, I don't know. <laughs> the show
1: blows up playing Apex Legends.
0: I don't know. I don't know how you... <laughs> You're that message got deleted. Um... Uh...
1: <laughs> so you tell me. Maybe I'm putting words in his mouth, but... From what I could tell, reading the comments, it was just like, "Oh yeah, he BM'd," and then he was the team's reasons, or like the reason his team lost, and that makes it funny, I guess, like karma. But yeah. maybe he was being more negative about the BM.
0: Um, yeah, I don't. Know. I honestly, I don't want to put words in his mouth either. People can just go. I, this is going to sound like a plug, but it's not. But people should go watch the interview because I he contextualized it in a specific way that I, I don't want to put on here. And also, the interview's too long for me to find it. Otherwise, I'd just air that part on the show. But Regardless, I I the only thing I have is I feel like it was weird that Sven made fun of Jensen's height. Because I feel like that is kind of shitty. I'd rather he make fun of Jensen's game. Like, I'm much more okay with the Ezreal, like, or not the Ezreal. Maybe, the, maybe, um, he's,
1: maybe he's making fun of his own height because Sven is so tall. Mm-hmm. And looks I'm like sure
2: an, that's exactly what he meant. By yeah, he
1: that. just, yeah, he was just like, I can't yeah. see anything because I'm so goddamn tall.
0: I thought the echo hover was cool. I did not think that, even though he did it a little, probably too much. I thought the height thing was lame.
1: I thought it was funny, and as far as I can tell, everyone was. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't think it's offensive. I don't think it was. I didn't think it was funny.
0: Yeah, but, I don't think. I mean, I do not think that trash talk should extend to people's physical attributes. And in, everyone in Twitch chat right now is going to be like. Travis, it's a joke, and those people are also the people that are getting banned from League of Legends on the reg for being toxic, but I don't, I I think I think I'd rather they'd be like, this guy sucks at the game, than like, he's too short.
1: Do you know what their relationship is?
0: What? Him and and Jensen?
1: Sven and Jensen, yeah. I don't know. Well then, you know, who the fuck knows? If Jensen has a problem with it, he can say something. But if, like, I'm not gonna assume that, like, that was really fucked up because i don't know
0: i didn't say it was really fucked up i just don't think it was classy i think there it's, are cla- there's classy BM. i don't oh, think that was classy okay.
2: it's it's okay. not like jensen is like abnormally really short yeah. right it's just like i don't think it, like if it's if, if jensen was like legitimately like you know okay okay here we go
0: here we go we're gonna find out i'm gonna air it on the stream right now
2: yeah. this is the
1: uh, the double if quote
0: this is, no, this is some. he apparently Jensen said something on his stream, and we're gonna put it on stream. Oh, right? did he? Okay, yeah, okay perfect.
1: Because now we can settle if it was cool or not cool by the guy who actually it had it happen to him.
8: To get, like,
0: oh, it's really quiet.
8: A mental advantage. I can't.
1: I have to turn it on stream.
8: Trying to trigger us, but I don't know. I guess, uh.
2: Like, honestly, I thought the opening so many like, he was just trying to be funny, right? Like, I think, I think that's fine. And then,
9: he hovers Echo, trying to be really funny, again. And then, he hovers Echo four more times, trying to be really really funny, but at that point it's just... I don't know, I thought... I thought it was just a bit lame, like, a bit too much, you know?
0: Okay, so he has no issue with the opening ceremony thing. He has no issue with him echo, hovering Echo once or twice, but he thought it was stupid that he did it five times. Uh, Yeah, I know that I know that that was quiet. I'm sorry guys. There was no way for me to make it louder It was maxed out on the browser and it's just he's legitimately the clip is just too quiet
1: The point that he's making more than anything is telling the same joke five times isn't funny. Yeah And so this is once again why I say like I don't want to read into like what's offending someone or not or decide something's BM when the guy who it's happening to actually doesn't give a shit and now like we are risking like making people not want to do jokes because the community is going to take it the wrong way on someone else's behalf and like this is i loved that he did it i thought it was hilarious and like great because it was it it got got a storyline and so like
0: no i mean i I think it's good in the same way that i think the the 100k bet was perhaps not legal I think it did add a lot of spice to the situation.
1: Well it's so like either way, my point is like rather than have a bunch of people go around saying you should never make fun of someone's physical appearance or something and take it way too seriously, like the guy it happened to thought it was funny. So it it's not a big deal. Yeah. Whatever. That's all that's my thought.
0: Kelby, have you do you have any thoughts on any of this?
2: Yeah, no, like I said, I didn't I didn't think it was offensive. Uh I didn't think it was funny. I mean like it's I think it's unfair. And probably not cool to make fun of somebody's physical appearance when it's like, very clearly an issue, right? Like if if Jensen was, really short, like actually for a guy, and you know, like it's like okay, maybe just don't fucking do that because that's, that's lame, you know. Or like if if somebody was like really really overweight, you wouldn't you wouldn't make a joke about that, you know, on stage certainly. Uh, but you know, he's just like a little short for a guy, and and Sven's tall, so whatever. I didn't think it was funny, but I didn't think it was offensive. I mean, I
1: chuckled. And I thought it was like, yeah. hey, cool, some personality between these guys as opposed to another ceremony where they stand there and shake hands awkwardly and walk back to their thing. Yeah. Well, I would like to see more of it than less, I guess, is my point.
0: High school Dom, any uh, final thoughts?
5: Uh, no, I just wanted to thank Mark for giving me this name because last time I was on, you said that sounded like a high school version of Dom. So now I... Wrecked <laughs> I totally
1: <laughs> see that, actually. I actually yeah. got really confused because when... When, you, when I talked to you in the waiting room for two seconds, I was like, holy shit, is that actually Dom? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty
0: good. Uh, well, it's nice thanks. Talking to you guys. Thank you for being a sub as well. Yeah, of course. Have a good one. Um, Alright, well, uh, on to the next call. Actually, I think we should take a quick break. I was going to say. Uh, looking yeah. at the time, yeah. So, uh, as some of you may know... We did a Hotline League live version. I highly recommend. I know that the topics are maybe more relevant, like, if you were watching before finals. But that episode was so fun. Uh, Mark, you had a good time with it, right?
1: Yes. I was actually amazed at the, like, perfect balance of rowdiness and, like, politeness that the crowd at the Hotline League thing reached. Where, like you know, people were animated, people were into it, there was heckling and like, laughing, but like, no one tried to make the show about them, no one tried to do anything that like, would make it unsafe, and like, you know, oh, maybe we should look at a barrier or something between us, like, it was the perfect level of, uh, respect and disrespect, and I really fuck you. I think... You realize you have a microphone on
0: as you open I muted something it. right next to it. I muted it for the stream, but not... I didn't mute it to you. Um...
1: Oh, so so people just think I'm <laughs> cursing you for no reason? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: um... an ext- stream, if you can't tell, it's extremely loud, and he did not mute it for us. <laughs> oh, wait, everyone's saying you didn't mute it.
0: I, I muted it for a while, and then I unmuted <laughs> it at the end. So they, they knew why you were saying it, but it probably felt okay okay i anyway i agree with mark everyone had everybody kept coming up to me saying that they had such a great time i wish i could take credit for most of that but um i can't because a lot of it was just alien coming in helping throw the events they used uh they brought in like a mark um, kelby are you familiar with double a yeah yeah so double they brought double a in which is like this uh they do experiential marketing events and so they helped like Make sure there were brand ambassadors at the front door instead of just my friend with a shitty printed out spreadsheet that I made. And uh, made sure that everybody had like drink tickets if they were 21 or over and all this stuff. So it was really cool. But one thing they also did was they hooked my live producer, buddy up with an Area 51M. And now I have an Area 51M, which I am unboxing on stream right now. Just want to show everybody that I also have one. That's That was the important point I was trying to make. Um, maybe no, next I, time do you, like, what some, is the I, Area 51M, re-tearing. I'm glad you asked, Kelby. The Area 51M, is basically a desktop turned in, okay, wait, maybe I'm supposed to open a it deal. It's basically a desktop turned into a, uh, laptop. It's super sexy, and, uh, it's incredibly powerful. It's got a, uh, you can put i7s or i9s in it, but desktop-level processors, not... The mobile versions it's also got a desktop level gpu i believe it's something a little bit stronger than what they put in like a lot of the ultrabooks and that kind of thing and uh it's completely upgradable so there's it's you can flip this panel off and you can upgrade not just the hard drives and the memory like a lot of notebooks but it also is, makes it very easy to upgrade the processor and they even have a custom uh, GPU chips, I don't know the right way to say it, but they have a special type of uh, graphics cards that they've been able to develop uh, using NVIDIA stuff, uh, so that in the future there's a chance, depending on how NVIDIA goes with their architecture, you could also upgrade the graphics card in this. Or, or if you get a 2060 in it, you can later on upgrade to 2070, that kind of stuff. So it's just really awesome computer. They run their, you've probably seen their ads on the LCS broadcast if you have done that, but we used this uh, last weekend to um, not this one, but one like it uh, on Friday to do the whole show. It's sick. I now have one that showed up right before I left. I'm going to Palm Springs this week with my father. I'm going to bring this thing, and I'm going to be able to game the entire time. It's the perfect laptop for ignoring your family.
1: What? It's the perfect laptop for ignoring your family. Exactly. I, uh, I've, I have an area uh it's 17, and the TSA guy when I pulled it out at the uh, airport was like, "What the fuck is that?" Because <laughs> it was so impressive. And and he's then like, you is that said, even a laptop?
0: I'm glad you asked. <laughs>
1: and I gave him that exact spiel <laughs> you just did yes. as I held up the entire line.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's and that's. He's like, "It." Mark's like, "And not only that, but they also said." He's like, "Sir, you can move." On. He's like, "No, no, listen." They also support. Listen LCS. To these features.
1: He's like, "I don't even know what a computer is." Shut up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: actually think about this one this weekend they had like their most successful weekend ever from from what I can tell because they they did live hotline league which from what I can tell was a huge success everyone seemed to like it then team liquid won and they sponsored the LCS and there were no pauses during the entire LCS series Boom. I probably shouldn't say that because maybe at some point in time there will be a pause and then people will be like meh but I just thought it was really impressive that they they had like and the finals were great so I felt, uh, I think they were probably really happy with how this weekend went.
2: Well, what percentage of the time historically have LCS pauses occurred because of hardware issues versus League just being Dude. really...
0: Well, I think most of the time it's because Svenskeren spilled something.
2: <laughs> Even games,
0: I do if you saw this, in. but in the semifinals he spilled, he somehow broke <laughs> open his heat pack. And spilled like spilled the, the stuff that was, they made like, they got him like a cup that wouldn't spill. And then he still somehow broke open the heat pack and sprayed it all. He's—it's very impressive. Uh, I would
1: say most most pauses are usually audio issues.
0: Hmm. Um, like with the
2: with the game or the hardware setup that they're using. I think
1: I think usually with the hardware setup in terms of like oh I can't hear this guy quite or something like that. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, I have those types of issues on this show. But that's all Discord, not Alienware. Anyway, thank you to Alienware. Check out dell.com slash Travis. I really appreciate it. Uh, I've seen some signs recently that were dell.com slash Travis, and I think that's really nice that fans are doing that. Anyway. On the
2: LCS broadcast, people just bring signs that say- Somebody
0: brought one to LCS the weekend before last. I don't know if he was able to show it on the stream. That's an interesting (laughs) conundrum for LCS, right? Because do they want to take away a sign that purposely advertises our sponsor? Or do they want to fuck me because they want to get that gone? You know, and (laughs) I said,
2: Is there dell.com slash LCS? What's that? Is there dell.com slash LCS?
0: I don't know. I know I, uh, Zach was tweeting that they have a 10% code. Um, one of the, the LCS guys or whatever. He said he bought one using a LCS 10% code. So, but don't use that. All right. Use dell.com slash Travis.
1: Which one's a bigger discount?
0: Let's move on. Mark, uh, (laughs) who's our next caller? By the way, shout outs to
2: Real Foxy One
0: Cool for Joe, uh, who gifted to Aziz, Space Cowboy two four seven, a twelve twenty five, silent bob nine two three, goat overlord, Kelby Maze Giggle, Real Foxy one who gifted to Kelby, Mr. Fanatic, Ollie One, nymad 23, Otter Stampede, Daniel N ninety two, Voyu one, who's at seventeen months, and Raf, and then Dang. Brettful Winter who gifted, Kyle08 who gifted to Irrelevant, Jeff, and Strawbees I've got way more to go, so we'll get that. Next, but our next caller is here, Snarf05. Snarf, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Yakima, Washington. Yakima, Washington. Kelby, are you familiar with where that is? State
2: caller? Hell yeah.
0: Kelby, do you know where Yakima is?
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yakima, so it's like, it's on the wrong side of the state, which we can forgive you for. uh, It's okay. But but being Washington State caller is still really cool.
0: Why is it the wrong side?
2: it's on the Uh, eastern
6: side not the western side okay you know western seattle it's all cool eastern's a little bit more you know hickey and shit i didn't say that you said that (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) (laughs) well either
0: way uh thanks for calling in what do you want to talk about
6: Uh, i want to talk about comparing uh berg and double if for goat title in my opinion is like dumb it's like comparing tom brady and jerry rice and they play different positions and they're great for the jobs that they do I know lcs is just trying to build up a hype train and get more viewers and all that garbage and oh my god but you know i just feel like it becomes you know like the first take show and people just arguing over nothing it yeah. might be i
0: i like that they did it but i have heard we kelby and i have a friend who was saying that they feel as though it's like well they're not at the end of their careers or whatever they're gonna play again next we you know what if they meet again in the summer uh finals or are we just having this conversation all over again and if Björg wins that time, is it like what? Are they both the best again? Like what's going on there? And so I can understand Who's your, your point. Your
2: friend cannot say. I don't want to say. Because <laughs> I'm about to make a very personal attack. Okay, is go this ahead. This something I'm going to regret. No, 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 no it's, fine.
5: It. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I think. I mean, I think it's a fair question. Like if if it was like they met all the time, but this is the first. This is only the second time they've ever played in finals, and four years later, so. It's also the first time that they've played when their number of championships were even close, and so like, if you—I don't know when you're supposed to do it. If not now,
6: well, I know. think so if you're going to compare something oh, oh, like that, yeah. I'll go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: You never know if they're going to meet again either. So to the, the the person's point, like, what if they meet three more times? Maybe. What if they never meet again, and you didn't have that conversation when they were actively playing? Um, and so like, yeah, if if you don't we can get into whether or not it's a good conversation, but I think the timing of it makes sense.
0: Mm. That's a fair point.
6: <clears throat> I just feel like if you're going to compare, like at the time, what Turtle had four um, championships like when DL did, and I think that was a accurate comparison sitting there when they both had four. Other than that, you know, not sure. Comparing mid like, to ADC is so hard because mid is, you know, it's, it's well, just well you, you,
3: you brought
1: up sports comparisons, uh, but people do that all the time. What about Magic versus Bird? One was a point guard, one was a small forward. People did that all the time. What about LeBron versus MJ? One's a small forward, one's a shooting guard. Like these kinds of conversations in sports happen all the time cross positionally and it's not that hard. They're both carries. They don't play against each other, but who's more influential to their team's success and stuff like that? Like I think it's actually a pretty easy conversation to have.
6: I think yeah. I used football because um, the way that league is built around five different lanes, and football is like you know everyone has their own positions in a sense, and that's why I compare the two between a quarterback <laughs> and a receiver. Um, basketball is just a completely different breed, but that's just you know.
1: Why does the football comparison make more sense than the basketball comparison? I'm struggling to follow that. I just laid
6: it out because <laughs> because league has five different lanes, and when you have mid that, you know hyper carrying away just like. You know, a mid laner could do more than what an ADC can, just like a quarterback could do more than what a wide receiver can.
1: That, that's, th- that's pretty subjective. And also, well, this is going to get too far into it, but the reason that the quarterback position in football is the, greatest, or the easiest position of all time is because they're the only position on the field that will touch the ball, other than the center, every single snap on offense. Uh, that's not true with mid lane. You can play supportive, lame-ass champions and let your marksman carry the way clg did for splits by picking hyper carry comps for bot lane so i don't quite agree with your premise here but this is starting to get a
0: little off topic yeah yeah Kelby, you were gonna say yeah i was gonna say that like
2: i i started out on the on um your side snarf and like mark is mark is kind of convincing me a little bit that like uh I think that I think that there is a conversation that's warranted especially I believe in this instance not necessarily I get what you're saying that like yeah comparing mid to adc is different the roles are different but TSM and Team Liquid historically or I actually let me say this instead uh Bjerg and Peters teams historically have played through those positions uh except when they were on the team together and they were both kind of carrying right but like Bjerg has been the man on his team that, that they play through. And Peter, aside from his time on TSM, has always been the one that's played through on his team. And I think statistically over time, too, they're just, like, in leagues completely different than everybody else for for their competition, respectively, in North America, right? Like, Peter is by far ahead statistically of all other eighty carries, even Sneaky, I think, um, you know, who has a similar tenure in NALCS. And Bjergsen obviously, like, crushes uh, everybody else from mid lane. So... I. I, I actually agreed with our, our friend Travis that I felt like I didn't I don't necessarily think that the conversation wasn't warranted. I didn't think that it was executed probably as well as I would have liked.
0: Um, from like that a, I can agree on. Yeah, for sure.
2: but 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 yeah, no, I, I get it.
0: Um, I it was a little ham-fisted also... at times. I think.
2: Yeah, that's, that's probably the term I would use. I think also kind of, too, we're at a disservice because because Peter and Bjergsen uh, play together and they clearly still have so much respect for each other. Uh, they're not, like, very... Like, it's a very friendly rivalry, if it is a rivalry at all, right? Um, those guys, like, I don't know, they, they they clearly have so much respect. They're not, like, talking shit the way that Steve and Andy do, right? Yeah. Um, so, it makes building that narrative a little bit tougher for the production team. I mean, I also yeah. think
0: it just works well because, I mean, I think even Kelby and I have talked about, it, and I know I've talked with other people about who is like the most popular player, like who represents the LCS. And at times it has been Bjerg. And I feel like at times it has been Double Lift. And now I would say it feels like they're pretty even these days in terms of. Uh, how many people are interested in watching an interview with either of them when I do an interview with them or uh, like the fans that to show up, you know, oftentimes you don't have, we had a caller or a guy that came on the show that was like, uh, I'm a TSM fan. He's like actually more of a Bjergsen fan. And I think a lot of TL fans are double F fans, right? Like these are two players that command their own, like people watch LCS just in some cases for these two guys, including Kelby, for instance, who's an example yeah. of that. So um, I think that's why I think it's fun to have that conversation when they're going head to head, especially since this is the first time they've met in the finals since their team split. Can yeah. you guys imagine Can what it would be like if they were if you had these two incredible players who are so popular? Imagine if they were on the same team. Wouldn't that be <laughs> insane?
2: What I, I can't copy? imagine
0: how any team would ever want to.
2: Yeah, the, t- to that point, um, I, actually, I really hope that that conversation comes up later because that's what I was really looking forward to talking to on Hotline League tonight. Uh, but I, I can definitively answer the question for who's better, and that's based off their head to head record. Uh, Peter's 2 0, right? In LCS finals. So mm-hmm. uh, what, all, what we have is Peter beat Bjergsen. Then he went to TSM, and obviously that team was like GOAT NA team. And then Peter left. And what happened to TSM? And now Team Liquid's won three splits in a row, including just beating TSM. So I think we know who's the most impactful player in North America. I agree. But, but Kelby. <laughs> I'm, I'm like 50% But, but Kelby, Bjergsen's never been relegated. Yeah, uh, well, yikes.
0: Peter was never uh, relegated, he went to relegations. He would, yeah, they, excuse me, he played, played in
1: relegations and almost got swept by, by Curse Academy. that legendary team
2: yeah and then and then they let him play Tristana for like three games or something
1: and then they built that comp where it was uh, three times in a row called the protect the double lift comp and he hard carried an entire organization from the brink of disaster but yeah let's not talk about greatest of all time that's not a fun conversation
2: (laughs) that was awesome thank you
6: Peter (laughs) Snarf any other thoughts? no that was all Uh, thanks for the show Uh, I watch it all the time it's pretty cool
0: thanks dude thanks for being a sub as well
6: yeah no problem all right. have a good one later all
0: right moving on to the next caller uh catching up by the way thank you to kyle for the 24 gifted subs that's insane berserb who resubbed fretful winter for the 10 i believe Staheel, who gifted a sub to risen lazarus i'm not gonna uh, thank you risen lazarus you got one gifted Vasili M. Uh, real foxy one who gifted another 10 jesus how many did i get tonight just from gifted subs boba who went in on another 10 and then real foxy gifted one to team liquid congratulations to team liquid your biggest accomplishment in the past week pause not uh, for 15 months quad demon for eight real foxy gifted one to double lift Ragbite light for 16 rx dealer 89 and kiki cat is here kiki cat welcome to the show hi thanks yeah what do you where are you calling from
8: I'm calling from Utah.
0: Utah? Where about in Utah? I was just in Salt Lake City yesterday.
8: Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm in a town called Orem, like 40 minutes south from there.
0: Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. Did you? It's really there's like flying over Salt Lake City. There's like a giant marsh area next to the lake. <laughs>
8: <laughs> it might be near that. I guess I don't know.
0: I don't know. Anyway, what do you want to talk about on the show?
8: Um, my topic for the show was I think TL was able to win games three through five through draft. Specifically through X Smithy. And I have a, a couple points I wrote down here. Um, first I think he had a strong KDA compared to Acadian. So he was very comfortable and he knows where he needs to be around the map. He knows really good how to engage and who to ult in teamfights around objectives and uh, the quick silver sash tax that he put on TSM.
0: So sorry, do you think it was the draft or X Smithy?
8: The draft enabling him to pick Skarner. Okay. Like Smithy's play on it, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know if their drafts were like super winning drafts in games, in the games that they won.
0: Game five, I was worried that their draft lost them the game.
1: I didn't actually like their draft in game five either. Yeah. Either, yeah.
0: I like. I was like, Jesus, this is this is gonna be close. <laughs> and it, yeah, and was... quite frankly, they would have probably lost if it wasn't for mm-hmm. Ben.
8: Yeah, I was nervous about uh, Jensen in Game 5, like, not his play on LeBlanc, but just the champion as it is, like, very hard to execute on in late-game team fights if you don't find specific picks around objectives or things like that, that it could be hard to play a champion. I mean,
1: yeah, for sure. I think LeBlanc is a very strong champion, and he has hard carried on it before, but I, th- I can understand, them as a, like, let's say TL fan, being nervous watching him, knowing his history and and how maybe he's choked and gave fives in the past and to put him on such a volatile champion. I can, I can definitely see why that would be scary.
0: Speaking uh, of their draft... Oh, sorry, Mark, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say that, like, you know, they didn't have a strong bot lane, they didn't have a strong top lane, they had a losing jungle matchup early, and then mid lane is good for LeBlanc in a weird way, but not like a super smashing lane kind of way, more of like you have ganks set up, but then you don't even have this, you probably don't have the stronger 2v2 early. Uh, so I, I thought their their game five draft was like 100%, you know, kind of late game focused and it, it was very scary.
0: I mean, in contrast to their final ones, I, I'm actually kind of curious what you think of this, Mark in the press conference. Uh, the question that I led with was what was the deal with the Heimerdinger pick? And he <laughs> oh, was, I
1: saw the answer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For those that didn't catch it, he was like, yeah, we played it twice in scrims. I've never played it in solo queue. We needed an answer to Zoe. And my academy mid laner said that it was good against Zoe, so we picked it. And I'm like, part of me is like, that's a cool story. On the other hand, my part of me is like, in game one, you guys are like, oh, he got Zoe. What should we do? Oh, we played this that uh, two times. Let's lock that in. I'm like, this is the finals. What's going on there? That seems insane.
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, that was hilarious. And like, part of me, like, oh god, how do I? I don't want to. Disc like not encourage people to find cool counter picks and try them, because I think they should. And that game was one that they could have won if Broken Blade did not like pop the fuck off super hard in a couple of fights. So I have a hard time really criticizing it. But do you at the think that Heimerdinger
0: was impactful on that? Like it didn't feel like it held no, back Zoe <laughs> at all.
1: I, th- I think if they had a normal mid laner, they won. They probably win that. So game. that's
0: like, quite frankly, I I look at that first game and I'm like. How is it that, like, you know Bjork plays Zoe. How is it that you're, like, you know, I think somebody could have gone no, they, they to U.G.G. Got got the... and perhaps found a better counter.
1: Well, I mean, it worked. They tried it. And if it won, people would be like, oh, my God. And to be fair, they were, like I said, they were close to winning, had Broken Blade not, like, turned a 2v4 around, you know? So, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little torn on it because I didn't like it when I saw it like picked i didn't it's like you have this all engage comp and then like the way that the the heimer contributes to those fights is he presses re and just throws like a grenade over the top which is like pretty shit it's, it's okay i guess i should say um but i don't know i didn't like the pick i didn't like after i saw it play but i don't want to discourage the mindset i guess you know yeah,
0: uh, I, but yeah I, I just thought- i feel like it's cool if you innovate in the finals, I'd love to see something more than like, well, we played this twice in Scrims. let's go for it. You know, especially in the first game. Like, in my yeah, mind, if, you're, if it's the fifth game and you're like, oh, all of our strategies have not been working and we need to pull out something, okay, let's do the desperation thing. Let's work twice, let's see. But I'm like, how is this the, the first thing you're picking? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I think uh, either way to the caller's point, I think the TL games that they won, their drafts were okay. Um you know, decent into into TSM. You could say maybe they had a, a couple small draft advantages here and there, but it wasn't, like, super strong, and I think they actually lost a fair amount of drafts pretty
0: hard. Yeah, I would give drafting still way more to, to Zix and Team TSM uh, coaching, because I feel like those guys <laughs> have done TSM. well. Team Well, I just mean, like, the coaching staff on TSM.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah I
8: think XSmithy just played the Skarner really well. Like... He had a really good KDA throughout the series, so he's not dying for free. He knows when to farm his camps, when to play around objectives in certain lanes. And his ults around fights, grabbing like Smoothie and Akkadian, he would just neutralize them and make them basically unable to participate in the fights. You could could see TL in a couple of the games, they'd be down like 4,000, 5,000 gold. But then you look at TSM's items and they have three to four Quicksilver Sashes, you know? So you yeah. have to pay that tax for that. So that that's what I thought. I thought Smithy just played the Skarner really well and was really smart about how he played.
1: It's not enough of a tax that could have been paid <laughs> to have saved Sven.
8: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Well, thanks so much, Kiki Cat. Any final thoughts?
8: Um, Nope. Just a uh, shout-out to Alienware for supporting the show and Team Liquid at their training facility. Yeah. And I love the shows. Have a good one, man. Thank you. You too. Yeah.
0: All right uh we've got a couple more callers coming in mark runs off to get them you uh you wanted to talk about uh oh did you already go on your rant kelby about the double lift first you said that you there was something you were hoping to talk about on the show tonight
2: yeah the thing i want to talk about is uh we
0: don't have to do it now i'm just trying to make sure we don't forget
2: oh yeah is just uh in retrospect the decision to cut double lift from the oh, gotcha. roster
0: RX 89, Jackpot 7707, Dude Casey, Geek Out. Winter. Uh the Meow scenario 351 pause not gifted sub to praxters and Ezreal Auditory one. We're caught up on subs. Uh Mark should have our person. Oh, here it is. OG Kush. Kush? Kush?
9: Yes, OG OG Kush. Kush. Come okay. on, man.
0: Is this are you a Dota fan? Because that's your that's a team OG thing, right?
9: Uh, I just picked it off from Google, uh, okay. so I guess that's just coincidence.
1: Cali, uh, is there... OG is original gangster, and it's also a type of weed,
9: I believe. OG Kush. Yeah. Okay. But he yeah, spells
0: it no with law. a C. Right? Yeah, that's because. Let it's... me take the alien it's... ray logo down.
9: <laughs> yeah, it's because my lat, it's my last name. Yeah, is, yeah gotcha. uh, that's, with a C, that's definitely
2: so, the old yeah. Team OG logo. So uh, gotcha.
9: I identified it. You did. You did. Nice. Well, Kelby always
0: yeah. goes, Travis doesn't watch on their eSports. I <laughs> I see this guy's logo, he has no idea what it is. It's in the context of League of Legends and I identify it as being a Dota team. Uh-huh. No, it's what big, a hero. Give you credit there. Yeah. Anyway, what where are you calling from?
9: Uh so I'm calling from Chapel Hill, North Carolina.
0: Okay. Is weed legal there?
9: Uh no.
0: Okay. Well, don't tell anyone your name on Discord. Um, what do you want to talk about? <laughs>
9: Um, so I'd like to talk about uh, G2 and Team Liquid, kind of going to MSI. Um, I guess, I think G2 is pretty overrated in that they rely too much on snowballing in the early game, which I think can be ex- can be exploited. Um, I think TL's macro, especially what they showed in games 3 through 5 in the finals, um, is going to really help them in MSI, and you know, LS has tweeted about this, so. Um, uh, how how clean he thought that 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 TL was. It's dangerous and, to bring
0: uh, out LS an a- analysis right now.
9: Yeah, I, I know I know, and I, and I know that the NA hype you know bring <laughs> bring uh before MSI, but I I don't know. I I think it's I think it's true. Yeah.
0: Mark. Uh,
1: LS said he regretted saying it apparently according to Twitch chat. Yeah.
9: Redacted. Pro- Probably because he got so much crap from all the G two redditors on there, he was. You just had to cave. Well,
0: I've never known. I've never known LS to back away because of community feedback. So, I feel yeah. like it's unlikely that's why he caved. He didn't. He cave after maybe after G two's games.
9: Yeah, way. yeah, maybe no. He he um he did say I think this was on the orange show that like uh he said that TL was cleaner but he he did say that if G2 played TL he thought that G2 would win. Gotcha. I mean,
1: I could I think I can understand that sentiment like especially if you watch some of their stuff at the end of the season, G2 would like throw away gigantic leads um and they do play pretty fast and loose, but I think that's also a strength of theirs where like they have really like, the same way that we we're, were just kind of ragging on the Heimerdinger, like, G2 mm-hmm. plays that shit and makes it look good. And so, like, they have interesting yeah. drafts that they're hard to prepare for. They make plays that's hard to, like, anticipate because it's so aggressive. Um, you know, it's the same way people have always flamed China in their play style. But, like, oh, man, LPL is so messy. LPL is not clean at all. And it's, like, actually, always been the second best region. Um, so I... I don't know if I can agree with you, OG Kush. I thought G2 looked real, yeah. real good. And I don't think Origin put, like, the Origin series versus G2 remind me of the TL series versus FlyQuest, where I didn't leave that series yeah. being like, oh, my God, TL just destroyed FlyQuest. They're so good. You know, yeah. I was like, "Well, oh, FlyQuest kind of just rolled over and died. And that's how the Origin looked to me. Um, mm-hmm. But I still think G2 is so good. Like, uh, I don't know. I think yeah. it's also doesn't. I, don't, I also don't think it's a good mismatch for Team Liquid because uh, I feel like sometimes weird drafts kind of get to them. I don't think their answer to Sonoteric was particularly inspiring when people try and do cool stuff to them. You know, the, the closer you get to standard, the better it is for Team Liquid, and G2 is the furthest thing from
3: that.
9: Yeah, so, I, I, there's definitely a lot. Like, there's definitely a lot of high. I just I see a bunch of stuff on how like G2 is is just as good as like. LCK and LPL and stuff like that and Yeah, I just I'm not yeah, not so sure like some of their games during the regular season were like really they like they had some games that went pretty pretty late and and uh, I think I think that I think that if you can get it to more of a more late game That you that you could have a pretty decent shot at them
0: Kelby, were you gonna say something?
9: I was just gonna say
2: I've watched zero games of uh Leck this year. It's the LEC yeah, Leck, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. but I can tell <laughs> the LEC, you, yeah. It's I not can tell LEC. you definitively uh, that G two will do much better than Team Liquid at MSI. Uh, I, I love my boy Peter very much. I it was very it was very um, hard for me to hear uh, from him that, like, you know, winning another NALCS split didn't mean that much, and the real goal is doing well at Worlds. Uh, because I feel much more confident about him and his team performing in North America as opposed to on the international <laughs> stage. So I I think for his best interest and all of the NA fans' best interest, it's probably just best to, like, you know, keep aspirations grounded uh, <laughs> locally. Why can't wait just see TL shit on
0: the OG, all right? We're going to spank <laughs> those EU fanboys.
2: It doesn't help now as well that, like, they're now the more popular region and, 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 and uh, sponsor-like success. Like, they're, they're getting more... Area- like, we don't have anything com- compared to LEC anymore. Like, we used to be able to shit on them and meme about how they're unpopular and didn't have sponsors. They don't and, have like,
0: Travis Gafford.
2: All their players came over here and now like Caps didn't come over. Great. Uh, you know, that w- that used to be our pickup. Now he's over there, you know, he got to a fucking mm-hmm. world finals. Like, how are we supposed to compete with that shit? You know, we've got we've got second rate EU transfers like Jensen and Bjrton <laughs> dude.
9: What are we what are and we Niski.
2: Yeah, and Niski, you know? Rose. Like, oh couldn't you might as well come to NA, you know, eat some cheeseburgers, <laughs> good times. <so." laughs> got a world champion support, though. I won't be watching MSI. Uh,
1: are you excited for Rift Rivals, though, Kelby? Uh,
2: that? is that the one where we play EU?
1: Yep, it's, uh, TSM C9 TL versus Origin
2: Fnatic G2. So this, actually, the answer to that is yes, because, uh, well, last time in Rift Rivals didn't we do bad, but the first time we did good, or is it the reverse? I think they the first time, last time bad. we won, right? Okay, yeah, yeah okay. Um, but I actually also think that TL, TSM, and C9 are all really, really close. Uh, like, very clearly, I think it would be hard to argue that those teams are not all three really, really close in proximity to each other for, for skill. And like, any one of them, realistically, probably could have won the split. Um, so, I think we actually will probably have a really good chance uh, if G2 is that, and again, having watched OLC, is that much significantly better than their counterparts in Europe. Um, then we would have a really good chance in, in Rift Rivals. Is it here or is it in you? I don't know if it's been announced.
0: Uh, it has not oh, been announced. Can you give cancer mark? mark probably okay. knows. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I am I am skeptical that they would do worlds in Europe and also Rift Rivals in Europe. So that is why I would get, place it on, on North America.
2: We could have it in the middle ground. Canada. Which is like... <laughs> gonna know, be like, the like the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um that yeah i sick. think that's even if you know tl gets slammed at msi and g2 is that much better i think to kelby's point rift rivals would still be interesting then because g2 also slammed their own region so
0: yeah i uh by the way earlier i said tl is gonna smash og obviously i meant g2 twitch chat was like he's an og
1: me. The, the other the other thing twitch chat someone i forget I, I, Scroll too much, but someone said that TL didn't actually have a strat for a uh, Sonateric because they didn't think TSM played it. Um, that's but bad.
2: They, but they know they play Sonoteric, so in playing something, wouldn't you know? Like, oh man, we don't want to go up against this.
1: The the entire world is playing it. Their <laughs> academy team, TSM Academy, played it. You have played it. You know how dumb it is. Yeah. You go onto a red side draft, and your entire planning was. We're going to leave it up and hope they don't pick it. And if they do, we're going to shit our pants.
2: Just like Zoe. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm not not flaming you guys in Twitch chat. I'm just saying, like, that is not, like, a promising sign when we're like, oh, yeah, and then they're going to go up against G2 as a bunch of crazy picks. Like, that's horrible prep. That's (laughs) god-awful prep.
0: I think we're going to do great. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna, <laughs> okay. it's gonna be fantastic. Don't worry. We always do best whenever people count us out. Nobody thought, thought CLG was gonna do well at what, Mark, you look like you're getting a mic. I'm,
1: I'm just I'm just reading more Twitch chat where they're like they oh, thought don't they read would that. shut it down in okay. lane. No, I'm not I'm not mad you're, at Twitch chat. I'm like, just if the time to the the read Twitch
0: reasoning. chat is when there's a giant like gifted sub thing. All right. That's what that's what they're there for. The rest of the time they're just spewing dribble, all right? Someone
1: said they just said that they didn't, they didn't think that they would play it. Okay, well, so my, my point stands either way. Either they thought Ash Zyra was <laughs> a good pick. Part. Goddamn, or, twist chat, follow me here. So they,
8: <laughs> Mark's just going to with them.
1: <laughs> they thought Ash Zyra was a good answer, which it's fucking not, and you should be able to reason out why it's not.
2: Listen or, to me, you
1: they name it, didn't <laughs> you amid, you swarm of faces I'm yelling at? Listen.
0: This is just like Mark in the middle of a swarm of gnats, and he's just trying to, like, fight them, you know? Man fights bee hot, fight. Or bee swarm. I don't know. Whatever. I'm losing Guys, my mind. Anyways.
3: <laughs>
1: anyways, that's not a good sign when you start playing against people who have crazy drafts. Yeah.
0: Oh. By the way, I think we had a, a higher peak than first finals than uh, LEC. Uh, there's this, I know that we peaked at over 500. I think it was like 570 or something. And Grimhar just list, linked a uh, dailyesports.gg I don't know about this. But, I'm not but Travis, it, but did they... you
2: include all the foreign language broadcasts and YouTube and Mixer and Caffeine?
0: I think so. I,
1: so I, went to I, went to, I went to a website and it told me this number and it was bigger, so
0: it's right. Kelby, people don't you have access again. to a tool that would let you look this up?
2: Yeah, but I just, you know, I, I see the comments and people are like, oh yeah, at least he's more popular, and I just, I take it for granted. I, I'm
0: not... I mean, it has I'm been not... really good, the split, for them, congrats. I mean, them.
1: let's let's be honest. There was no Fnatic, and it was a, a series that they already saw, and you knew it was going to be a shit stomp, and then it was a shit stomp, versus this, which was super hyped up, Yeah. full five-game series. You know, it's... they I mean, as much as I like ragging on old LEC, like. Like my balls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: OG Kush, AD, we've gone way yes. off topic, but you're still here. I, I, I forget I how am. we got here. Is there anything <laughs> that you want to say?
2: Wait, yeah. what was the original topic?
0: He was talking about uh, G2 oh, is gonna he's... lose to TL. Oh, yeah. 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 Or I well, like to call uh, them, OG.
9: Yep. Um, well, this is my f- this is my first uh, time on the show, so that, that was good. Yeah. Um, you know, this will be one of those things where you know, if TL chokes, like yeah, maybe it's what what everybody expects. But if uh, G if you know beat G two, maybe uh, you know, you'll have to have me on again.
0: Yeah, I know. This is what you all do now.
9: I know. <laughs> all right, OG Kush. Oh, right, it's right. Uh, one of those it. things.
0: Uh, you're so transparent about it too. At the end of the call, you're just like, <laughs> you know, just no, just throw, "This is throw, one of those things where I've come on and <laughs> predicted something that most people don't believe will happen, and no one will remember this call if it doesn't happen. But <laughs> yep. now they will if it does. I'll be oh, he here." Uh,
1: what? What will TL get out of group set, and what will G2 finish at?
9: Ooh, uh, TL going to finals, baby. G2 g 2 will make it to top four but uh, they'll lose to I don't know SKT or uh, okay. IG okay well you can call at the end of MSI then hell yeah or
1: actually earlier because as soon as it's wrong you can call in yeah
9: <laughs> you exactly. know may- maybe maybe we won't e- you know we'll lose to like Japan or something and we won't even make it there <laughs> yeah. yeah that'd be great you get to call <laughs> as soon as planes is over. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> nobody. The only thing that will happen though is nobody on the show ever says we need to hold these callers accountable anymore. Is that what Kelby yeah. did that one time, and then that's what allowed yeah, C9 to make it to sub world? So.
1: Fuck,
2: dude. Yeah. yeah. So many regrets. Yeah.
1: Kelby, yeah. you need to flame him real hard right now about how TL nope. will never make finals. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Nope. I think there's at least a one percent chance that that will happen.
1: <laughs> the old Travis yeah. Gafford approach. You can't be wrong if you never say anything.
0: <laughs> you know what, I've decided to plant in my front yard A, a bunch of hedges Alright Mark, that's what I'm <laughs> That's what <I> preferred garden <laughs> Option Kush, thank you for the call
9: Yeah, thanks, it was uh, it was awesome being on Have a good one Alright
0: Alright, moving on to the next caller Let's see, what do we got <clears throat> Oh uh, Poro on Mars Porta lulz and it's just Adrian. Thank you for the subs. You guys are all wonderful. Just a point uh, out here. No one is in the third cheer box on the top of the Twitch chat. I don't know if anybody wants to wants to check that spot out, but pinned up at the top, everyone would see your name. Dolan is here. Dolan, where, where, where are you calling from? I'm
2: calling from Gainesville, Virginia.
0: Gainesville, Virginia. Am I pronouncing your name correctly?
2: Yeah, sounds right.
0: Okay. What do you want to talk about? Is
2: weed legal in Gainesville, Virginia? Uh, I, I don't think so. All right.
0: That's that's our new first. That's like instead of being
1: like, where are you calling from? We're just yeah, like, is weather? weed legal where you're from?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's what is uh, this week is uh what what Saturday, four twenty. Dolan, oh, what do you damn. what do you want to talk about on the show? Um,
10: my hot take is that the League of Legends moderators are like, kind of. Oh, inconsistent with their rules. Mark, rulings. you fucking
1: yeah. rigged this shit, dude. I didn't rig it. Someone called in and this yeah. guy actually put in some work. Hear him out. I
10: did, yeah, for real. So I I think they're inconsistent and I don't want to give the spicy take, but the backstory is that I was scrolling through Twitter after you guys had the show up and I saw that uh Mark was kind of posting about how they didn't um you know they took down the, the post and they weren't taking him seriously. They they wouldn't let it up or whatever.
0: For, for those that don't know, on our last show, Steve and um, Andy made a $100,000 bet on the game. And that, that immediately climbed up on the subreddit because it is it literally twice the size of the prize pool of the LCS finals. <laughs> That's where we're at now, by the way. And uh, and it was up there for a little bit, and then they deleted it because they said that bets are not related to League of Legends or something. I I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Dylan. Yeah, so so
10: I ended up just putting together like this. What I tried to be is like articulate and polite as possible, just trying to get like a healthy discussion going between me and just a random moderator picked off the side of the list. And I was just bringing up how I thought it was inconsistent because back in the day, you would see like the hotshot and Reggie hair dyeing bets, and that was always a big thing that would pop off on the subreddits. But it, how is that different from this? And then I also think it's something that's like it kind of births or strengthens the rivalry between Team Liquid and TSM, like something that's. In my opinion sorely lacking so like if it's something that perpetuates that rivalry then why are we taking it down how can you make an argument that it's not relevant to league of legends and then not even off topic but in the same vein like i think thorin wrote a, an article and it was hosted on the site that was somewhere related with richard spencer and they ended up taking it down because they didn't want a site you know going to an article where richard spencer was there which is just another like it just feels like we don't have any control over the content that we want as a community. It's just what they deem to be okay and what is not. And I just think that's kind of
1: silly. Is, is sorry to. I'm not trying to make too much of a joke. But is Richard Spencer one of those aliases that people use when they're talking about him? Because his like wasn't Richard. It's Richard Lewis. Yeah, uh, and that's I, what I
2: thought he was saying too. <laughs>
1: I didn't know if it was one of those yeah, it's Richard Lewis, but I know if it was one of those aliases where people called him Ricardo for a little bit. So they I, can yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his Twitter handle
10: is Richard Spencer. That's that's about how I know him. But I know he's like a provocative, yeah, either way. right? Meaning he's, whatever, he's like, without getting political. but Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah.
1: Basically. Wait, what did you say? Okay, I don't know what's going on.
0: Okay. We're talking about we're not talking about Richard Lewis.
1: Oh, we're talking. Okay.
0: We're talking about oh, somebody else. Oh. Oh.
1: Oh. Okay. I, I'm very confused. Then. Never mind. Yeah. yeah.
0: Either, either way, it's you probably just offended Richard Lewis, though, Mark, so I, well, get, get
1: I apologize. ready. He's coming for you. <laughs> I apologize in advance. I, I'm an idiot. Yeah. That's my defense.
0: So, anyway, sorry. Continue, Dylan. But That's it. Like,
10: And then he ended up responding to me saying, please do not private. I didn't even say please. He said, do not private message me. And I responded. I said, why? Why can't we have a healthy discussion about this? And then he followed up and banned me. That, that was
1: the extent of the conversation that he banned you? I was allowed to have. He yeah. actually banned me.
2: Can, can, can I, can I handle this I, one I sent the screenshot,
1: uh, in chat, Travis, if you wanted to show the message that our friend here typed up, which was very polite, and very nice, and very thoughtful.
0: Um, I'll link it in the chat, I guess. Um, actually, I don't have, it's not, you didn't it. Yeah, it's, it's not a link. So. can, it's can, can in, I, can, I don't have a, it's, there's no way to show this on screen, it's just giant. Oh, you can't pull it up and then. Well, it, it would just, it's like, like showing well, on book page. <laughs> can, whatever. Can, I, anyway, can I please just yes, answer go. this?
2: So, first off. Uh, just to be direct to you. Sorry, what was your name again? Dolan. Um, yeah, the moderator is not going to engage in a one-on-one conversation with you about a moderating decision that they've made. The subreddit has how many followers? 2.7 million. 2.7 million. He can't engage in one-off conversations with every person that has a question or opinion about the way that he chooses to moderate the forum. Like, I get this shit when I moderate Twitch channels and it's got a couple thousand people in there. So, like, it does not surprise me that it's completely reasonable that you would want to engage in a discourse with him. It's completely reasonable that it's not sustainable for him to engage in discourse with every person that messages him about this. The second thing is that the League of Legends subreddit has always, always, going back to, like, you know, fucking Travis and I days of, like, 2012, 2011, been extremely inconsistent with the ways that they choose to moderate. It will always be that way. It's not moderated by a group of like, you know, one person, it's a collective effort. They change over time. Obviously they have views and perspectives on things that are slightly varied and it can't be uniform. It will always be this way. It's, it's unfortunate, obviously. It sucks, just like the officiating in the NBA, except that actually has an impact on things. Um, yeah, it's just not going to change. It's going to always be shitty.
1: Well, so, here's here's my take. One, the guy doesn't need to respond to everyone who DMs him. That's fair. Yeah. He also doesn't need to respond at all and could have ignored it, instead of getting a shitty response. And then, to be fair to the caller...
0: And why did mu- he ban you? Call-
1: yeah, the caller, I don't know why he banned you. Maybe you're leaving part of the story out. But then, if we believe the caller, he didn't
2: need to ban him. He banned him from the sub, or he banned him... He banned like, specifically- personally banned me
10: specifically. From League of Legends. Yeah. And it was I I'm being completely genuine when I say all I said was, why? Why can't we have a healthy discussion about this? And his follow-up. He didn't respond. He
2: just banned so you. You me. private so messaged
0: different... him. He said, Do not private message me. Then you said, why not? And then he banned you from the subreddit? And yeah, hundred percent. Yikes.
2: Well, if the, with that half of the story, it doesn't seem doesn't seem like a good note. Uh,
1: but <laughs> Yeah, so like I I agree with your main point, Kelby, about like there's a bajillion people who all have thoughts and opinions, and it's not their job to listen to every single person and respond. Right. But yeah. given that he is taking time out of his day to do that, thanks, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. yikes. So,
10: I think so. Like, I don't know. I don't think that there's like a, a nice, neat wrap up that we can do to fix it. But I think that. Well, so I actually have
1: have a take on that about like the wrap up, um, because, I mean, one of the so a former mod or a current mod replied to my tweet and was like what's the point of this you're not getting anywhere you know just flaming them so which is fair you know if you just want to vent you're not really trying to fix the problem so we can talk about yeah
2: i mean you you have the right to bitch too like i say it's not going to change but everybody every time this happens has the right to bitch and scream about it until something hopefully does change i just i've given up hope a long time ago
3: right
1: so for me modding yeah it's a thankless position you know but just because like it's like a programmer no one should notice you but when they do You know, that's where the problems are. And so, like, you can't expect people not to say anything when they notice things that they disagree with. Um, And for me, it's because these decisions that they're making... Like, if... I'm trying to think of, like, a, a, a relevant example, but, like, because these things that they're doing are negatively hurting the community, I do have a problem with it beyond just, like, ah, they took my content down. I think my content's relevant. It's, like, this is something that like two team owners in the community decided to go onto a live show for no reason other than to try and generate hype around the community that they're a part of, and they make a gigantic bet. They're hoping to have a ripple effect, which generates more hype and buzz uh, to the match that they're about to play in. And instead of the larger audience being exposed to this because not everyone was watching us live and then being able to discuss this hype moment, they never hear of it. And the net result is not only less hype for the upcoming match, but it's de-incentivizing your community leaders to attempt to generate hype. Um, and that's where I start having a problem with it. A- and it's because they're following these rules, which, one, I'd looked at everything I could find um, about subreddit rules. There's nothing about bets that's strictly not allowed as far as I could find. If someone can find something and
0: you just decided them, it's not relevant to... It's not directly related. That's their... Argument. The problem is... They it's decided. Like,
2: Favorite fucking fallback. Yeah, well, they decided, but it's not listed anywhere.
0: Yes. But they say uh, they decide, it's up to them to decide what is, is related and what isn't. And uh, by the way, just to play devil's advocate, I, one, I don't think that they should remove that. But I will say, I really do feel like it's important that they have a rule that's about keeping things relevant to League of Legends. The mm-hmm. problem is... Yeah. <sighs> I feel like, and this is not all League subreddit mods, but many of them are people who like moderating and they want to moderate. And so they find places to moderate. And so they are always overly heavy handed with this stuff, right? Like, well, this it's, and so it it just creates these situations where it's like no one in the right mind, like media outlets would cover this, like League of Legends media outlets would cover this bet. And everyone would talk about it. And it is a really big deal that is re- relevant to the game. And they have decided this is not relevant. And right, and, it's just and, I it's mean, so like, nonsensical. Absolutely. And, like, there's a lot of
1: things. I actually like a lot of the things that the subreddit does because it is actually a pretty good subreddit in terms of the content that does end up on there. Like, they have a lot of, like, one rule that's in there is, like, the copycat rule. If someone does, like... PM me a champion and I'll draw a shitty version of it, you know, like if one person makes that post what always happens in less well-moderated subreddits is 50 people do the same thing and they're basically copycat posts trying to get attention and the subreddit has rules against that and so I actually think a lot of the framework that the mods have is pretty good it's like when you start getting the gray area and especially this relevancy rule it just completely breaks down Um, and to me it seems like they care way more about focusing some like nonsensical letter of the law than the spirit of the law and this yeah. is i think you know a very big problem for me it's like stop enforcing the letter of the law which creates backwards interpretations of what is relevant and enforce the spirit of the law and a perfect example of this is riot's lcs rulebook. they write out a shitload of rules and they do their best to be fair and balanced but they understand that there might be a potential unforeseeable circumstance that arises and so they throw in a god con clause that allows them to avoid being beholden to the some bad ruling due to the letter of the law that they have written and this you know it's not something that's going to work everywhere in government and like things like that but it works in smaller communities and things like that so like you could have a god rule and to be fair that they don't even have these rules written up in a way that is like every single time this is true it must be banned kind of way um and so like instead of acting like judges where they're trying to interpret their own rules to have positive outcomes. They're acting like parking enforcement where they show up at rule violations randomly, you know, because tons of people break parking laws and don't get caught. And then sometimes you do and it's really frustrating. And they show up and they say like, well, that's the law so we banned it this time and we're not gonna undo it as opposed to looking at like, nah, this would actually be way better if this wasn't banned. And so I think the, their, their approach to the gray areas is unbelievably wrong.
10: Yeah. What's, like, the uh, the best good faith argument you could make for a case of it being removed? Like, Travis earlier mentioned that he questioned the legality of the whole bet, or maybe it's, like, bad PR for League. Like, I mean, if you were to argue on their side,
3: what would you say? I don't think,
0: I think they should be talking about, like, they should be removing stuff that is illegal. Like, if it turns out, for instance, that uh, a team uh, general manager uh, did some terrible things to a player... Uh, whenever Renegades was in the LCS, I definitely think that story should be allowed on, on the subreddit, but I don't think, and, and so I don't think that they should be like trying to protect the community for, or like from any bad PR or something like that. I think the only argument that they can make is like, this is, if they get so ham fisted on this, it's not directly related. It's like, okay, well actually then half the stuff on the subreddit should go away because like... Th- if the only thing you can talk about is like, is Ezreal a better ADC pick than Kaisa in this specific situation? Like, what's the whole point of this esports thing? You know, like that's not. Why are you right. having this mean, content on there?
1: There's a lot of inconsistencies, which is, I think the problem that frustrates a lot of people is yeah. like no one's like Faker crying is somehow about old teammates is somehow relevant, but Kobe crying about the greatest accomplishment North America's ever had in the scene is not relevant. Yeah. It's it's like
7: what
1: how are we splitting the hairs about exactly? Um, And, like, at the end of the day, if something's, like, historic to the community, like the largest bet place, I would argue that it should be there. I can understand the argument about not... They have a rule about not allowing gambling sites or sites that are... Promote... Or, like, content that is promoted by gambling sites or sponsored. I forget exactly what their wording is. And Mm -hmm. I can understand that because you're not trying to drive a young, impressionable audience to, to gambling. But two friends... Shit talking and making a bet on a show is pretty clearly not like a gambling site yeah. and yeah. i don 't think there 's very much ambiguity there
2: the number one threat on the sub right now is jensen bm 's Ven which is not directly related to League of Legends. It's and like i don 't want exactly to take him down the same to any kind of shit you know it 's just like they're as as we 've all been saying they 're extremely inconsistent, like this is exactly the same kind of content that the bet would fall under it's it 's two very prominent personalities talking about things that are very relevant to the game, but it's not explicitly League of Legends.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, my point would be, I would challenge... I would encourage the mods to come up with more concern for the spirit of the rules that they have written and less about some way they have written them. The Um, only thing I would
0: also say, by the way, is that later on, I posted the entire segment of Steve and Andy Andy coming on the show. And... It was like at that point in time, the vast, vast majority of that conversation was not about the bet, but it still was them talking about the games the next day, et cetera, et cetera, because they are so trigger happy. They removed it and I sent them a message. And then I think like 45 minutes later or an hour later, they're like, oh, we re-approved it. Well, guess what? It's been dead. It's fallen. It's never going to go back up on the sub. And there's well, constantly also- like that, that happens all the time.
1: Well, yeah, so if you kill content, there's like a window when something's rising, new or hot that people will see. And if if they kill it for an hour, it's never going to ever get on the subreddit, realistically. But additionally, in that thing, Travis, they said, oh, we could approve this if the title did not have 100k bet in there. But then apparently you're telling me they did reapprove it despite that, right?
0: Yes, they did reapprove it. It's it's just ridiculous. Whatever. We, so, we've so, spent enough time talking about it. I
1: mean, here, here's the final thing. Like, I think I think one of the reasons they they try and stick to like the way they've written it so much is to avoid individual accountability because you, like they don't want to they want to be able to follow rules that everyone has to follow and it's not like this was my case and this was my jurisdiction on the case. You know, like if they, I think that's actually the right way to go though, and it does lead to more individual culpability, but assuming you are bringing on good mods that you can trust, like, you know, you can have that back and forth over over the cases, quote-unquote, that they have decided to pull down or something. <clears throat> Anyways, that's that's my final bit. Be more like judges, less like parking enforcement.
0: Yeah. Alright. Uh, Dolan, thanks so much for the call. Is there anything you want to say? Uh,
1: no. Mark, I appreciate your
10: uh,
1: accessibility. Thanks for taking the time to read what I had to... Well, I appreciate you uh, trying to be an active force in the community.
0: Have a good one, man. Later. <clears throat> all right, we've got one more caller to go. We'll be wrapping up. Um, where are we? Where did, I, where did I put this? Oh, Alt Overdrive sent five dollars and said, "On a similar note, back when they made the roster move mega thread and took down all the individual articles, I commented on the mega thread that I didn't like the mega thread idea. I got a bunch of posts and then was permanently banned from the league sub. I mean, if this stuff is true, that's pretty sketchy." And free hansel uh subbed just a po boy subbed derpy doorbell as well thank you to all of them peroni is that how you say your name uh perone 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 uh where are you calling from
7: modesto california
0: modesto have you been on before and did i make fun of modesto at the time
7: uh no but i think i saw that episode and is yeah, an, worth making fun of
0: you have another modesto person and <laughs> they're in your city and they watch the show. What do you want to talk
7: about? So, uh, I wanted to basically talk about how I feel like esports has, at least domestically, a big three brand problem, and my uh, idea for basically helping to support more domestic brands, storylines, and engagement with the league is Hello? to reduce international competition. Am I dead? Yeah. No. no. Hi, hey Mark. <laughs> sorry continue yeah so uh, to reduce international competition to a one uh, once every two or three years cadence raise the volume of best of one games in a split and centralize production of core sort of Riot Games sports center like content while distributing shoutcasting and sort of spot production to the teams
0: so Riot would only in this situation so one International events would only happen every couple years. Yep. Then two riots involvement and producing the shows or producing any content would only be like ancillary third-party content. And then the teams themselves would handle the running of the league. Uh,
7: Less less so the running of the league and more so uh, the actual production of day-to-day games. So what I'm thinking of is primarily if you raise the volume of -of best-of-one games you end up with a lower variance regular season where you have better teams, ideally uh, coming out into the playoffs more consistently, but you also get the opportunities to build longer storylines. You get to uh, more freely substitute in academy players and uh, burgeoning talent because each game individually means a little bit less. And you get to through that, develop a lot of local talent.
0: Twitch Chat is not a fan of your idea, so make sure you don't read it because they're gonna. <laughs> that nobody ever wants to hear longer splits and less international play. Uh, that is not so going to be a popular platform to run on.
7: It's it's a it's a huge like community backlash problem. Like I get that, but uh, I think I mean if if you look at Doublelift saying that yeah the regular split is super boring. Like I think that. Like and You I, I want agree, to add more best-of-one's to it. I do, because what I want to see is I want to see characters like Vin Scully and Krook and Kipe for the Dodgers and Giants, respectively. I want to see teams put together some brand personalities that can represent them, build some engagement since we don't have geolocation to fall back on. Uh, I want to see more, like, basically from nothing to stardom stories come out, because right now... We have Bjergsen, we have Double Lift. I mean, it doesn't feel like we have many folks who really come from, like, nothing and then reach stardom, unless you're talking about the super big names of esports, what, Caps, Perks, Faker, I mean. And then if you reduce international competition um, to, you know, like a World Cup sort of cadence, then you still retain the huge hype, and it's an opportunity to display player skill. But hopefully you still end up with the, mes- with the domestic leagues winning something, uh, meaning something. Because right now it feels like you win the domestic league to go to international competition.
0: So one, you say we only have three franchises people care about. You're forgetting the fact that Dignitas is returning. So that's going <laughs> to give us true. four.
7: That's true. <laughs> um,
2: I mean, that's a meme. Nobody actually cares about Dignitas.
0: Kelby, what's your take on all this stuff? I'll lead with you since normally... No, dude,
2: coming. don't. When he- so when you first... I'm gonna be honest with you. When you first started listing these out, I thought you were trolling. I thought it was like a joke that, uh, that you were just like setting us up on. And I was like, dude, this guy's pranking us. This is, but like, there are some things I'm willing to like have an open mind about. The one thing in particular that I think is a really bad idea, and you wouldn't necessarily know this, Um, because like you, you're, I assume, I assume you're not involved in like the business side of esports or whatever, but teams handling any level of production related to, uh, broadcast or anything like that. Is that that what I'm understanding is your suggestion? Is that correct? Or? Yes. Yeah. No, please, please, God, no. They don't want to do it to be clear. Like, those businesses are already fractured enough and they're, they're scrambling to find ways to justify valuations. Like they don't want to tack on another business to their like radically over leveraged value proposition to investors right now. Oh, by the way, we're also now an <laughs> esports production company and tackling well, a and- new facet. And uh, yeah, no, this is good. Why, why, why do you want them to undertake it? Like, why don't you want Riot to do it?
4: Well,
1: just to throw in one quick thing, too. The fact that they've bought into the league in a lot of ways is them paying for production, isn't it? Like,
0: Yeah. I mean, because like
1: they're buying, to, 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 buying in to fund the product. That to Mark's to point,
0: yeah. you can't just have, like, all the, t- like, okay, TSM, you supply the lighting crew, and TL supplies, right. like, the features team, and, like, ultimately, it's almost the same, round where you would have all 10 of these teams have to pool their money, to operate yep. a production company that would produce this thing. Whereas they've, as to Mark's point, they've given $10 million to Riot. Who will act as the production company to produce this. Yeah. Um, in addition to being the League Ops team and, so, and thing. So I'm not, uh, to, to Kelby's point, I'm not sure where the value pro- like is in having the teams handle the production.
2: Yeah, what are you looking to change? What do you want to have change? And why does the teams like being in charge now resolve that for you?
7: Yeah, so... Um, one of the things I wanted to I want to clarify really quickly is that I I'm not hoping to basically tear out the current LCS production. I've been to the LCS studio. I think they do a pretty great job. Um, what I'm hoping for is basically more primetime airing of sort of individual brand content, and ideally personalities in in esports that are tied to the individual brands. Because the objective I want to achieve is I want I want to not have to think really hard about who to root for. So it feels like if you want to be a really engaged eSports fan, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I need to root for TSM, C9, or Team Liquid right now. But I found when Clutch entered the league, I found their sort of Moneyball-style messaging really appealing. But I never, mm-hmm. feel, I never felt like it stuck. So I never felt like a, well, the brand's got stick, to really so. develop... So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so your point is the teams are not great at building their own brands. right? So let's put them in charge of building the brand for the league as well.
2: Well, I guess and let me, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're actually not looking for them to do broadcast stuff. You're looking for them to just produce more narrative content around their individual talent and team brands? Or am
7: I wrong? Uh, so, pardon me if I didn't explain it very well, but sort of in between. I'd uh, think of replacing Azale, Kobe, and Freak on the finals broadcast with a combination of team-sponsored broadcast talent or alternating between in a best-of-five different team casters like in uh, the NBA or MLB when they rotate in a best-of-five or best-of-seven playoff series. They go between each team's uh, respective sort of broadcast talent.
2: Okay, does that extend to anything beyond including team talent on broadcast or is it like
7: um that's most of it if you have teams that basically own you know like if you spread out if you add enough best of ones and you're adding extra volume you might have you know low priority games during uh any given week and then the strength of a team's brand might be able to you know you might be able to add a sponsor commercial spot or something like that
0: we we already had this though when we had jet he was a representative of tsm and oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but i mean I, I okay so mark go ahead and please poke holes in this like i'm, I'm not yeah, attached well,
7: to
1: <laughs> well so what i'll say is like the amount of on-camera talent that would be able to deliver an entertaining finals is pretty much limited to the riot broadcast team right now uh,
2: like and I would say, that's only part of the riot broadcast team.
1: Moving on, I think it'd be really hard <laughs> to get multiple teams with their own people that you would want to listen to. Uh, and so, like, yeah, I that doesn't sound appealing. As well as the fact that, like, I'm not sure that, to your point about what fans care about, I don't think someone's super going to care about. Their talent as much as they're going to care about the players. And like, I'm a double lift fan, which we've heard a lot of people talk about. Like, I think that's partially just an intrinsic property of uh, esports. And you can try and circumvent it a little bit by throwing in geolocation and other things to make people more team fans. But what's always going to draw people in is the players. And yeah, I don't know.
0: I I will say, okay, so one thing I think that is fair is I do think teams should have access to the broadcast to try to uh, promote their own content. Like if Golden Guardians wants to make like a a three-minute piece or something that's fun, there should be a slot in the broadcast where they can air that. Because I do think that one thing that... uh, How early
1: do you start watching the LCS, Travis?
0: I know that on Sundays you guys air that stuff. But I don't watch it during that time, and nobody else does either. Um, It's the same problem that the analyst desk has, where, like, the countdown is great, but I don't want to see the best analyst desk content before the games start. I want to watch it between the games. So I think front-loading all this stuff is not as good as, like, finding places within the broadcast to place it. Um, Because you can...
1: what? Sorry, I was just going to say, you run into the same problem though, where like people are mostly there to watch the games. So if you delay the games, like I understand there's a commercial break that you can potentially slot this into, which is probably what you're suggesting. But that's still roughly...
0: I think if FlyQuest has a great video, I would rather watch that huh. than hear you, High, and Crumbs go on about something from a 100T game.
1: Yeah, and I can understand that, but if you have five games and five Post game segments, and you kill all of them, and you give all seven minutes of that time that is normally transition time. You've created thirty five minutes, and assuming that you have ten teams, you're putting out
0: at most seven teams. Yeah, so five not everybody content. gets every every. Not everyone gets a spot on every day, but yeah, I think and they don't I think make that much. I think you can give them like, hey, Golden Guardians, we've got in week four, we're going to give you this spot in the middle, between game two and game three create something for it, and it's subject to our approval, and go for it.
1: Yeah, I think I would love to sponsor more team content, if they
0: make good content. I think they do now. Some of them. I think most of them do. I think the other ones, if you tell them, look, you need to hit this quality bar, they will find a production company to do it. Or they can air a Travis Gafford interview will. with one of their players in that spot. I would also be okay with that.
2: Yeah, I mean... I mean, some teams some teams won't, and that's fine. They don't have the yeah.
1: opportunity. Yeah. yeah, I mean... Sure, I, like, the idea of running more team-sponsored stuff to me is something I'm, I'm definitely not opposed to and integrating it more into the broadcast. Like, hey, it's, these guys are coming up next. Take a look at this piece that they just made as we go to break, you know? Like, that kind of shit sounds great to me. Yeah. Uh, that's also not really what the caller was talking about. Yeah.
2: <laughs> where where are we finding time for more best-of-ones, by the way? Uh, getting not to international to do events. Yeah, so you're... Okay, so you, you're just like... A lo- is it t- still two splits? They're just longer splits?
7: So... I'm thinking... Uh, and this all of this premise is based on a a bunch of assumptions. But (laughs) um, basically thinking of having a couple games a night, most days of the week, and you probably have anywhere between 36 to 48 games in a season. And then you basically, you can stop at halfway for sort of your all-star event if you want to have the top teams go to an MSI. Or some sort of like r- domestic bracket tournament, uh, you can seed them into that so that you can still get some of the tournament hype. Uh, and then at the end of the year, you can build up a lot of hype and focus on really solid uh, domestic production of a finals. Because if we saw anything from the finals this weekend, like there's there's plenty of opportunity for those to be pretty hype.
1: I mean, you also saw from finals that there's plenty of opportunity for them to not be hype.
7: <laughs> Very true. Yeah, yeah I, I, just, don't, it's, it's hard I don't think twice in a row. It's hard for me. I, if I, I'm a
1: European fan, I don't want to watch another, I don't know, eight weeks of Origin clapping Europe, or excuse me, G2 clapping Europe before finally getting to international stage.
0: So here, I'm going to say this, uh, which I've been thinking about doing a video on. I need to figure out the right way to do it. But... I do know that there were considerations before the start of the split on a different format um, and that the teams were talking to Riot about it and that they ultimately, Riot, I think, opted not to go with it. But I do know that that format would have actually had uh, like a little tournament or a little uh, uh, like bracket stage that would kick off the split and then it would go into regular games for a little bit and then there would be like a different structure I think to the playoffs and it's actually just more like kind of best of 5s and tournament format stuff rather than just like the long ended best of 5 week by week thing and I I think that's actually much more interesting than talking just about adding Overwatch more best of League, ones. basically uh I don't know what the Overwatch League for, Overwatch League I know it has these different stages but I think this was different it was like yeah it was just different I
1: mean I c- Tactically, it might be different. Strategically, it sounds very similar, where they have stages with multiple, like, tournament-esque playoff-ish things. Yeah. Um, over the course of a season, right? Um, this might sound dismissive, but... Uh, I don't think we should be modeling ourselves based on baseball at all. I think baseball sucks.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, I think baseball's I dying.
1: It is dying. Subjectively dying. Uh and I don't want to do things modeled after baseball. That'd be about the last... I would look at um, the Poppy Bowl before i look at baseball. <laughs> that's <laughs> and fair. that's been most of your examples. So, like, I understand that sounds really dismissive. But, like, that's... I think baseball is a chore to watch to most people.
7: Yeah, I think that that's... Um, I think that that's fair criticism. I think that what... I'd like to see regardless of the of the format or changes to international come out is is more sticky storylines, more players I can get really excited about engaging with. And ideally, a wider you know, variety of teams I can get excited about supporting because, I mean, you, you have someone come up like they did last year, like Blabber, who comes in and like the C9 from 10th to 1st talk, got talked about a lot awesome story but now we see blabber golden glue second place academy worlds like there's not like what happened to that story like if it, it feels like there are a lot of threads that pop up and die off and and i don't feel like that's good for the longevity of the sport because i really love these sports um, but I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Like that—that's I mean, the ultimate problem I'm trying to solve. For ultimately, so I agree. Really...
0: <laughs> no, look, I agree. I think that it is—it is a pity that there are not more players and teams for people to care about. I think it's a problem. I think Hundred Thieves was on a really good path, and unfortunately, they had a really shitty Worlds performance and a really sh- shitty Spring Split, and it lost them a lot of the progress they made. I think I look at teams like GGS and feel like the—they've made pretty big strides on making an, an interesting team and content but I think there's still a lot to go and I actually somewhat hope that the rumors about Clutch are true because I think it would be nice to see that like or get a bit of a reboot I think they're in danger of hitting, hitting old school flyquest territory in terms of like what what are we doing here with this org yeah I, I mean, don't think that and I do think it'd be nice to see these guys have more of a brand presence on the LCS because I do not think that right now if you think about it these orgs get any kind of brand presence on the LCS. They have to like generate that stuff off of Twitter and YouTube. And then like the interviews that are all kind of standardized on the broadcast. Mark, you disagree?
1: Uh, well, so I didn't want to belabor this call too much longer. I would yeah. say there's plenty of opportunity for players. Like we, I think that we should do more, but like we want interviews. We try and do the, the, the cool down. Like, we try and get cool interviews, people decline them all the time, we want people to be a part of our bits, we want people to be a part of Countdown, it could be better for sure. The other point I was going to make, Travis, was just, in all those examples you just brought up, almost all those are also tied to performance. Like, where did Blabber go? Well, Sven turns out to be way better, and so he's on a different team. Where, where did 100 Thieves go? Well, they turned out they started sucking no, balls. No, I agree. So, like, to me... The problem that esports faces just comes down to the fact that you're not geolocated. There's no reason for anyone to give a shit about your team beyond what you put forth in your performance and, and your content. And guess what? No one cares about your content when you're bad. So, like, that's the problem that you're trying to solve. And, like, I think it's important to recognize that that's just, like like I was saying earlier, a property of esports in general.
0: Got we final thoughts on this?
2: How do you guys, Mark and Travis... And the Caller. How do you guys feel about the length of the league season? I I think it's it's too long.
0: I think it's too long.
2: Yeah, I think it's too long too.
3: Yeah. And I think
2: that it might help... I hadn't thought about it in this context until the Caller brought it up. I wonder if a shorter season allows for... a greater entrance period for new talent into the league.
0: I don't know if don't it know does. If, I
2: don't I don't know if it does or doesn't.
0: I don't know if it does, but I do think... I don't know. The league right now runs from the middle of January to the beginning of November. Like, the whole league season. Right. Not LCS. Obviously, it's shorter. But, like, that's so long.
2: Like, you don't... If As a team, you don't have any time to even think about other players than what exists in the ecosystem. You're just going full stop and then you have, like, a month and a half off.
0: Well, unless... You are well. You say that, but like, Golden Guardians had most of last year off.
2: <laughs> okay. I think, um... but they're like prepping. Like even even in those prep periods, I mean, they don't get it off until what September.
1: Because if even... you lose right away, you're done in either late August or early September. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So, I mean, like... But they also And then they also have, like, three months off, or two and a half months off in the middle of...
2: Yeah, but you're... It's not the same in the middle. Because you're prepping for next split. Which is because you're still in that competitive season and hoping to make a push for... Yeah, for but you
0: time. can try to find... And there's the whole academy system where, like, people can try to find... I mean, like, Jack yeah, has no, done a I good mean, job of finding, for instance...
1: I would, I would want to let the, the Academy thing run a little bit longer to see if we start finding more talent, because I think it's actually done a decent job. Like, Viper is a guy who, like, you kind of wonder if... An... LCS and, and the orgs for a long time have been way too passive about trying out solo queue one-trick talent, the way, like, Korea seems to take those people and just mold them. And I wonder if Viper ever would have made it in the LCS had the Academy system not been created or like how much longer it would have taken him to end up on a team and how good he would have been because I think the the academy system did him a lot of favors in that way
2: the academy system the new academy system has clearly dramatically improved the velocity of new talent into NALCS in my opinion like we've seen so many more players than we used to
1: yeah so I think I think it's already doing a decent job
0: all right we, we got to wrap up the call uh, either way. This is a really long, not not by any of your fault. I think it's a good conversation to have and one of the more meaningful ones we've had on the show in recent weeks, Peron. But I, uh, I think, unfortunately, we need to wrap up the show. So thank you for calling in.
7: Yeah, thanks for having me. Shout out to Alienware for sponsoring the show. And thanks, you guys, for making great content. Appreciate thank- being on the show.
0: And thank you, by the way, for coming in with an unpopular take because Twitch <laughs> chat like drives me crazy sometimes because sometimes all they want to hear is like, "We'd like more international event- tournaments," and it's like, "Okay, yeah, well, everyone's going to agree with that." But I think sometimes the more outside uh, takes or the more controversial ones are the ones that spark more interesting conversation. So, yeah, thank happy
7: you. To do so. Thanks for having me. Yeah,
0: have a good
2: one, dude. Yeah. I don't even want to have international events anymore. Really. As an NA fan, what is the fucking point, dude?
0: I mean, Cloud9 went to semis last time, it was really hype. They sh- they proved you wrong.
2: Yes, that is true. Cloud9 was actually super impressive Last Worlds. Um
0: Shut up, Kelby. Okay. Uh <laughs> wait, what, what, what you wanted to talk about uh the the double of thing though, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, no, I, I don't want to just do, like, a solo conversation on it.
1: Well, what, what is the double thing? Because I might be out of the loop on what you want to talk about. Yeah, you were no,
2: in
0: the grabbing a collar.
2: I mean, okay, I'll, I'll just do a conversation on it. I just think that... So, Reggie made a tweet this weekend. What was What was Andy's tweet that I thought was so poetically ironic? Um... They've never been able to win anything without buying talent. I think that that tweet is fantastically ironic from Reggie's standpoint because Teal didn't win anything until he gifted them double lift, which I think, in retrospect, along with obviously like CLG kicking double lift, although I think that that is more justifiable considering the team context, uh, probably the worst roster decision that's been made in the history of NALCS. I talked about this at the time. I completely understood where Reggie... I think his intent was very noble. They were they were smashing an A. They didn't have competition. They were the most popular team. But he wanted to succeed internationally. Uh, which, you know, like, I get it. That's the dream, and you didn't think that that team was going to do it. They had. They looked like they were a really strong team going to two roles. They didn't perform. The problem is that when you release that player back into your own competitive ecosystem it's not it's not like you're just kicking him and he and he goes out and he goes away and you don't have to deal with him anymore you've now given your competition one of your most valuable assets to compete against you which obviously and I said at the time like this could really bite them in the ass and clearly it really <laughs> fucking bit them in the ass because they Peter went on to win 3 splits in a row and to just say that like Steve bought their results is not true because you gave him the catalyst for this team. Team Liquid doesn't get these other players without Peter. You know that in the offseason, big stars like Bjergsen and Peter pull other talent to their teams. It's a big reason why other... It's not just a money thing. People sign because they want to win and because they want to play with certain players as well. Not only that, I think it's very funny that he as a business person would say that Steve's willing to invest in his organization is one of the reasons that they're succeeding and he isn't are you not able to raise as well are you not monetizing your brand as well do you not have as much faith in league and you just don't want to invest in the same way are you calling yourself out there like it's it's just really really weird
0: so well, to, okay. So here's a little context. Sure. Uh, before they went on stage, uh, Broden told me this that Bro because Broden was in the like control room or whatever at the Hotline League Live thing, and I guess Andy and Steve were talking, and they were asking people in the room like, "What could we? What extra things could we shit talk? Like, I, I need more things okay. to shit talk on." And. Uh, that, and like that, Andy's like, the only thing I can think of is saying, well, mm-hmm. he has to buy success. And so I, I would give it a little bit of a great assault. Cause I think that it's just sure. like, Andy's trying to come up with something right. for like the, the entertainment. Cause these guys get it right. Like they know that when they make a hundred K bet that like they're adding hopefully extra viewers to the broadcast and extra watch hours and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's part of the reason why he does that stuff and it is it plays in well to like the tsm fan story right it's like oh we're like the real og org whereas like they they sucked until steve opened steve is uh got the money you know and so i think, I think that's part of the right. reason why that goes out there just to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt but your, yeah, your yeah. point is, and, is still yeah. fair and it yeah, was I mean, very
2: effective like it motivated me i saw that tweet oh god damn I hope Team Liquid wins, you know what I mean? So, like, it it was certainly effective. I just, yeah, uh, I think that, like, it, it gets holes in it very quickly if you, like, actually take it seriously.
1: Right, yeah, I think it's just, you're reading too far into a throwaway meme tweet. But to the larger point, Right. would your, this is more just hypothetically speaking, Yeah. and I think I know what you're going to say, but let's say Team Liquid goes to msi and chokes and doesn't get out of groups yeah worlds comes around and tsm has a performance akin to c9 last split or last worlds where team look was the more hyped team going in uh they win summer split on their way in but then they flounder out in groups again but tsm with sven and and this new lineup actually yeah. outperformed the worlds is that Potentially worth it in your mind, given that, that like the the catalyst for all that was potentially letting Double F go, and he has continued to choke on the choke, you know, in air quotes, on the international right. stage.
2: So I've I've said it before, and I think that it still is the same. I think it only matters if you make it to finals. I don't think semifinals is enough for
0: NA. Um, I think it depends on the and year. It, C9 making it to semifinals last year was enough for NA. I think last year. No, well, but because uh, there yeah. were
2: three out of four teams were international teams.
0: I mean, it still Sorry, added I mean, a ton of hype mean, for North America. Like all the, you think the fans would? It's like the same as if we only made it to quarters, or if we no, didn't make more, it out of groups. No more. I just groups? don't think
2: that it really matters because you weren't even the final game, dude. Like you're not succeeding internationally. Yeah,
0: but it shows progress, right? And it's the storyline hype of like Cloud9, who people thought I, weren't going to make it out of groups, made it to semis. Like it's a that's the entertainment factor, right? Like that's the the dream story where it's like, well, we didn't think this could happen. And look, we've got these guys who showed up when the main guys got benched halfway through the summer split. Like, I think that's, I think it depends on the split. I get it that we want to go further, but I think you're not giving enough credit to that type of storyline, those types of moments. And, and like I said, this is just my opinion as well. I
2: think it's indicative of progress if NA does it again this year, but if it's a one-off year, Whatever. Where there's um, a lot
1: of fucky stuff going on but elsewhere.
2: But I, I think if I was Reggie, and I'm not Reggie, um, if my team makes it to finals, then I I wouldn't personally agree, but I could see how that would be correct for him. Because they'd already won domestically a bunch. You know what I mean? Um, and if really success at Worlds is the thing that matters most, although he said winning, then, then I guess that you know, it's not justified in my personal take, and again, I said this before like, he they had such a fucking lock position on North America, and not just for competitive results, but for popularity. That team was by far goat roster NA for popularity and success, they were not getting touched, and that's so valuable from not just like obviously the competitive narrative but building your brand and from a revenue standpoint sponsorship
1: deals and all the stuff
2: you get it's, with it it's and it's too risky to let those people go I think like you're obviously not as great as you possibly potentially could be but to let that to let those people back into the e- the competitive ecosystem
0: well the two things are e- one ingredient. do you give any credit to Andy for sacrificing make, because he knew that's Ven and Mythy coming to the team it was not going to be better than what he had from a branding perspective. Like, right. you could make the argument, well, it's kind of noble that you gave up uh, business value for, like, your drive to be competitive. Right. And the other I, thing I would yeah. say is it's not until this split that giving up Doublelift really affected that team. Like, it wasn't like they didn't make it to Worlds last year because Doublelift prevented them. They didn't make it to Worlds because they had... A shitty roster
2: yeah but they had a shitty roster because they blew their amazing roster up
0: yeah but you're talking about it in the sense of letting Doublelift back into the uh ecosystem and him being on right. a competitor and what that yeah. does now you have to compete against him but none yeah. of that made sense because even if Doublelift hadn't been on TL last year mm-hmm. then there's a really good chance they still wouldn't have made it because the roster was the issue this split right. I agree with you because this split Doublelift literally blocked them for making it to MSI.
2: Yes, but the, the fact is still that, like, that second part that you're talking about only becomes a consideration if you fuck up the first part, which is you blow up your competitive roster. Like, so, yes, there's there's double negative impact. And I, I agree with you, and I said as well, I think that Reggie's intent was very noble in, in, in his aspiration, that he wanted to succeed and really do what no North American team had ever done before, which is win worlds. I just, you know, and I have zero faith in the N.A. region internationally. That's not going to change until it does change. I think it's too much of a pipe dream to give up all the realistic business value that goes with the position that they had.
0: Yeah. Mark?
2: Cool.
1: No, that's, I figured that's what Kelby was going to say. Was that, like, even if it paid off two years down the road, the two years
0: to get there, you probably lost a shitload of money. Um, I just want to make an announcement. Uh, now that the split is done. The show is over? And the show is over. I can go. I, uh, I want to... Oh, interesting. I want to, uh, I want to say, listen. It's time to start looking forward to our su- summer split. And, uh, I want to throw my weight behind. My my excitement around the roster that I know is going to do really well. Under Thieves, baby. I'm on board next year. Let's summers we got them. All right? <laughs> You guys know me i'm a huge hundred thieves fan i'm so happy to have this hundred thieves jersey uh and i'm i'm ready to go Uh, he's got 19 on the back baby all right uh we you can't take you can't you have to take what isn't given as i always say and uh, did you did you
1: did you buy that or did you finally get in on the getting free merch line
0: i would never i can answer this question here's what happened Uh, at some point in time I was asked who's my favorite team by somebody at Riot and I was like I don't have a favorite team so what should I say and so then I said 100 Thieves ironically since everybody thinks that I blame them and then We Are Nations uh, sent me this lovely 100 Thieves jersey and now I own it and I had it throughout half of the the why would it be ironic if you
1: did like them if you didn't like them though
0: that's because now I have a jersey of a of a of a team you team don't that like. Everyone, everyone thinks I hate. That's that's because why it's ironic. You no,
1: know that, that you do hate. That's why it's ironic because it's true. Yeah.
0: Oh, yes. But I, I just it's no. It's based off of the meme from the show, Mark. <laughs> Rocket <laughs> no, Mortgage, baby. All right. This would I buy a house in L.A. Thirty years from now, I will use Rocket Mortgage. Um. All right. We can wrap up the show. Uh, Mark, you have anything you want to shout out?
1: Now my cat's coming over like you've had enough. You've had enough of this fucking show. Talk to me. Pet me. Look at him.
0: Helvy. Uh
2: I just want to say thanks for having me on again. It was lots of fun. Um if you guys are maybe like on the fence about uh the chain smokers. I would say their Ultra 2019 set... Travis, what's going on with the cams? Their Ultra 2019 set... You know, I I was a little skeptical about it, but... I've given it, like, five, six listens now, probably all the way through, and uh, it's so clear to me that, like, they still are way better than all the other EDM producers in the world when like they're doing their core competency, which is just putting together fucking shit that slaps. Lit sets, guys, all right? But when Drew gets on stage and he wants to sing, let's just be honest, you're not a vocalist, okay? Step away from the microphone, put professionals on those tracks, get back to mixing, creating those records, producing those beats, you know, where you're good, where you really blew up at. Stop doing this pop shit, please. Come back to making EDM music. That's all I want from you guys. And I respect your creative license to produce whatever music you want. You've clearly gone down this road. But, you, like, there, there's, there are parts of this Ultra 2019 set, and they close Ultra. It's an hour and a half long. That are just fucking amazing. Like, they do so good. But it's just like then they do parts where they go into like their pop stuff and it's just like, oh, it's so rough It's it's a really really love-hate experience for me But I think that if you guys haven't checked out the Chainsmokers It's a good set to check out. Maybe maybe go give them a peep. Tell them to unblock me on Twitter.
0: That would be (laughs) great Thanks so much everyone for watching Uh, Thank you to Anywhere. Thank you to my favorite team, 100 Thieves, baby. Hoping to get some of that 100K the next time that goes out without any FTC disclosure. <laughs> you can check out this show believe- online. We air usually Mondays at 8, and there's a podcast that goes out as well. Uh, I'll catch you guys later.